up, y'all? Kofi Kingston here, and I would love to have a drink with Wrestling on the Rocks, depending on what that drink is. Preferably non-alcoholic, you know? How's it going? Healthy boy, your shame. Soda. I would love to have a drink with Wrestling on the Rocks. Maple syrup. I would never have a drink with Wrestling on the Rocks. Okay, we are live now. Go ahead, Rest Bars. <laughs> Welcome to the dive bar of the IWC. Welcome to episode one of Wrestling on the Rocks. We are at WTR the show. I am at Ref Marsh. I'm coming to you live from the beard den with the sports beard. What's up, man? Hey, <laughs> how's it going? All the way in Alaska. Yep, Anchorage, Alaska. Ref Marsh back to his hometown. We're calling it his hometown. Yep, yep, and then what you're hearing there is is the old Shakes Montana. Say what's up, Shakes. What's going on out there, wrestling fans? <laughs> My Let's partner in crime. My partner in crime, Shakes Montana. Forever love. Shakes Montana. We can go this view if you Alrighty, want. Alrighty, man. You can change it up, whatever. Uh, if you want to move stuff on. So anyway, we're going to keep it this way so that people can see. Yeah, just so it's easy. We're sponsored, not sponsored. Don't forget. Yeah, sponsored, not sponsored. Sponsored, sponsored, sponsored. Sponsored. If you go, uh, yeah, because the mic maybe maybe point it a little bit. Oh, the middle. Oh, or put it in the middle. Yeah. Well, let's see. That might be better. Oh, easy. We may have to. Yeah. All right, we're gonna move it. We got you. We're doing it. My wife is giving us. Yeah. Well. They muted themselves right now, but while they muted and getting themselves together, um, please uh, take your time out to check out the shakedown. Uh, we on YouTube. Just put on the shakedown. We do all sports, all sports. We cover all teams. So, hey, can there you hear go. us pretty good now? Well, chief, about, yep, you're great. Yeah. You're great. How about Ref Marsh? Can about, you hear him okay? How am I doing? How, can you hear me better? Yeah, you're doing good. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, cool. Yeah, we're a little quiet there. All right, awesome. So, Ref Marsh is going to just take it away like a normal Wednesday WWE uh, show. He's going to talk a little bit about Raw, SmackDown, and right into what do we got coming up this weekend, Shakes? Tell the fans. We got Hell in a Cell. We got Hell in a Cell coming up this weekend. Hell in a Cell. You got to say it like that. Yeah, you got to say it like that. (laughs) (laughs) Doing it a disservice. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh... Yeah, dude. How you doing? Um, you check out SmackDown. Have you noticed other people are talking, starting to talk about it? Hell in a Cell is primarily a Raw pay-per-view. There's no matches on there from SmackDown. Well, that's what happens when you give dipshit really? talking the title for everything. I haven't noticed that. There's not a single SmackDown-based match on well, there. Well, isn't the aren't the Usos considered SmackDown? They they both now because they unified. But they're point. SmackDown, but they're but, also Raw because they have those belts. Yeah, but they're, unified, but they're yeah. going up against a Raw tag team. They're not going up against... Oh, wait, right. no. Wait, is Riddle and Shinsuke, are they well, SmackDown? Well, Shinsuke's SmackDown. Yeah. And Riddle is Dude, Raw, that's why right? this is so confusing and dumb. And then the Contenders match was on Raw. It's mm-hmm. So is Shinsuke Raw now? Yeah, I don't know. That's good to know. <laughs> it's, 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 see, it's so, it's so crazy. That's why... When we was talking about it before, when we was talking about unifying the championships, it was going to get confusing this way it's because it's now it's like it's not even a, a SmackDown or a Raw now. It's like you, you might as well just Dude, let them all go. Fuck the Usos. <laughs> fuck Roman Reigns. They've wrecked fucking wrestling. 
I've just said I've said it. They wrecked it. They've wrecked wrestling. We the ones. They the ones. We the ones. They the fucking nuns. They the fucking heroes. I I don't know if you had this on the agenda, Mm. but we might have another bloodline family member. Oh, if it's Sami Zayn, I'm all for it. Is it Sami Zayn? I mean, oh no, that's he's already an honorary member. He's an honorary. Sounds the same. Yeah. Yeah, he's an honorary. Who's gonna be the other guy? Oh, it's not a it's not a guy. It's a girl. Oh, you're talking about the new name? The new name that they finally released from Dwayne Johnson's, uh, uh, uh we, his daughter. So, okay. No, his daughter. No, his daughter. Uh, formerly known as Simone Johnson. Simone Johnson, no more. She's now Ava Rain. Ava Rain. Is she actually in the WWE? Yeah. yeah. What is she, NXT? Well, she's been signed with them for, what, three years 2020. Now? 2020, yeah. 2020. But has done nothing. We've never seen her on TV except for during training. the pandemic era. She was in the audience a couple times. Did they uh, run like 80 fucking promos and kill her off like they yeah, did? Like with, Elias? <laughs> like, like uh, no, like, who's the guy, the big black guy they got rid of? That was, like, they ran a ton of promos. He did one wrestling match and then, see you later, buddy. And he's in AEW now. Keith Lee? Oh, Keith Lee. Keith yeah, yeah. No, they haven't yeah. done anything. So she's got her, her new name. What do you think of the name, Shakes? Because a lot of people are having a lot of issues with it. I don't care. Oh, what's the what's the problem with the Ava Rain? I don't understand. <laughs> yeah, I'm with you, Shakes. The name yeah. is fine. It's fine. A lot of people are saying that it's messed up because it's uh, just the same argument they had with Braun Breaker, the same argument they've had with everyone. Uh, if you're going to be the offspring of a big star, take their name. No, that's I don't stupid. Think I think it's better to not yeah. take it. And you don't hear the nepotism right. thing as much. I would have known Braun Baker was not Jim. I would have never known Braun Baker was Jim the Nine Hearts if he wasn't. No, uh, it's, it's Rick Steiner. Rick Steiner, son. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I mean, and even then, like the amount of grief that Charlotte's gone through just by having Flair on the end of her name. There was a while where they wouldn't even say Charlotte Flair. They only said Charlotte. But they, they were don't to get need away. to. They don't need to do they don't Charlotte. Need to. Yeah, I mean, but. You know. But I'm saying, like, the amount of grief that she's gotten is also almost a testament of why it might be best to create a small distance like i mean to are they learn. pissed they didn't call her rocky mavia i, I just don't fucking understand yeah, what's, your what's your option there he changed his name a shitload of times too basically he and he never yeah. has gone by dwayne fucking johnson in the ring somebody put out him. a comment it was like uh what do y'all want her to name herself pebbles yeah yeah i get it the rock yeah. pebbles yeah. Yeah. pebbles would have <laughs> been good i would have loved that fucking name I mean, <laughs> words too, but i don't care i just don't understand like people getting pissed about shit they can't control anything yeah it's not a bad name Ava Rain sounds like a good name yeah sounds like, like a good name the rock was rocky johnson or not rocky johnson he was rocky mayavia yeah rocky, rocky mayavia yeah. yeah and his dad was rocky johnson wasn't he rock johnson yeah, yeah. so like yeah. he and didn't even go by dwayne johnson in the fucking room no. he went by rock well the reason was was his grandfather's name was uh peter mayavia so he took his dad's first name his grandfather's last name and yeah. to, so it was like sort of a thing but like what was her options call herself dwayne rain like i don't know i think it's fine i think it's totally cool i don't think you need to have their last name and i think it's helpful for them to not allow them to create like look what braun breaker's doing They've sprinkled in enough of the Steiner's uh, lore and legacy into what he's doing, but because his name's Braun Breaker, people don't go in there and say, oh, this is that Steiner kid. Let's watch him and judge him based off his uncle. You watch him and accept him, and then when you find out after the fact, oh, it turns out he's related to the Steiners, you go, yeah, oh, that's he's cool good. too. Yeah, like, he's oh, good. okay, yeah, because yeah, yeah, I didn't good. really know that into the Hall of Fame, to be honest with y'all. 
I didn't know that until the Hall of Fame. I was like, oh wow, that's his son. Yeah, I yeah. Said, oh, was, okay. It, it, now it makes it makes sense. <laughs> once once they once they say, you know. You're not alone. I was the exact same because I don't watch NXT. So I mm-hmm. was exactly the same boat as you. I didn't know he was yeah. Sanders' brother. You told me probably and I forgot. So. And again, I'm like sure. I told you, I keep up with NXT. So I knew of him. And I knew like when I when they first um, introduced him, he had a, a match and he dominated the match. I think less than it was quick. It was a quick match. Yeah. And um, that's where his introduction was. And I was like, okay. And then they, I just figured that they was just uh, trying to build him up. And then once I seen the Hall of Fame and said, oh, that's his son? Oh, no wonder why they building him up. It made sense. Yeah, I think it's sick. I think it's cool. That, I mean, also the fact that they gave her a name, what does that tell us? She's close to being on TV. And I think that's yep. the big takeaway. We're about to see her on NXT, baby. We're about to see her. And I think it's awesome. Because like you said, they signed her two years ago. They signed her. Here's the other thing. I mean, for whatever it's worth, I know some people have complained. They signed her with knee injuries. She was. It was either go to WWE or go to college was really the decision she had to make. She decided to go to WWE because WWE would help her pay for her knee surgeries that she needed. So she's undergone several knee surgeries already. Hasn't even shown up on TV. So that's why wow. she's been rehabbing for so long. Her dad, who's filthy wow. rich, wouldn't help her pay for her fucking knee surgeries. I'm starting to like the rock class <laughs> all of a sudden. Like, hey, what an asshole! You ain't yeah. get your daughter in knee surgeries. What's he going have, on? Like, a billion fucking dollars. Give me a fucking break. I thought it you was- just you just bought uh, XFL. What are you doing? <laughs> he, he bought XFL. He couldn't afford knee surgeries anymore. Yeah, He's guess. all like, babe, I, I can't. Hey, look, I can't afford it. I just <laughs> bought this XFL. <laughs> you know? Well, since, 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 <laughs> you know, they kicked me off of Fast and the Furious. Yeah. You know, now I got to do Hobbs and Shaw. <laughs> well, I heard I heard that he refused to work with Vin Rains or Vin Rains. Vin Diesel. Sorry, Bing. Sorry, Bing. I didn't mean to. Uh, Marcellus, no disrespect. Marcellus yeah. Wiley. Uh... No, I'm sorry, Vin Diesel. I heard The Rock refused to work with Vin Diesel again. I don't know if it was unsafe. Yeah, they, they don't like, like each other for some odd reason. Yeah, I, I don't know the deep and in, in-depth story about them two, but for some odd reason, they do not get along. And so, well, I think that standing next go. to The Rock exposed Vin for being quite small. Right? <laughs> I think that probably right? was part of it. But I don't know. I mean, what Heck I yeah, because look... When, uh, and, Y'all may not have the same thing, but when he first came out, Vin Diesel, yeah, it was to me he was in that Mark Wahlberg type yeah. of reign, right? And yeah. then when you see him next to Mark Wahlberg, you was like, oh man, Mark Wahlberg looks real small, right? <laughs> yeah. And then you like, okay, and then you see Vin Diesel next to the rock and then you like oh man vin diesel look real small <laughs> so fairness, you know it's just like a fairness, pecking order right right it's a pecking order in, yeah. in fairness isn't the rock bigger now than he was in wwe he's yeah, massive yeah, yeah and he just lifts all the time like it's a part of his life yeah i love pitch black i love vin diesel i like the rock i wish they weren't feuding i think it sets a bad example like these are two of the most famous uh actor athletes i don't think vin diesel was really an athlete but i know he played sports in high school and stuff like that but he seems like a pretty down-to-earth guy so does the rock i 
You should run for vice president when yes. The Rock runs for president, <laughs> yeah. I think. Yeah. So. Either that or squash the beef in the ring at SummerSlam. Rock right. Diesel, or like, WrestleMania. That would be a great great WrestleMania, you know. So they're going to do if it's Roman Reigns for the unified titles against The Rock. Then That's going to be real fun. Bro, Vin I Diesel wanted that last WrestleMania. Vin Diesel will interfere in the match and cost Rock the match. <laughs> Well, what, what if be Rock awesome. beats uh, Roman Reigns and he has the both the the Universal Champion and the WWE Champion, and then that those are held hostage like they are now? I I, I dread those days. Like dread those. I think I think one of those titles is coming off Roman before then, but I don't yeah. think the Universal. If I'm being honest, but I mean I don't know. Well, that makes sense because he technically is on SmackDown. Yeah. So they got to keep him with that one. I whatever it is, is I would not want to be in that situation. I know a lot of this stuff spurned from injury and stuff like that, but I feel like this the WWE's in a bad situation with the tag team matches, the tag team titles, and the and the the Universal Title and the so and the did, WWE Champion. Did he demolish the record? Yes. Yeah, it's yeah. like been done forever now. Yeah. Like, yeah, he's he's well beyond that record. So he could lose it at any time and it no longer hurts the story of his character. I think also the way that we see things as fans is different than the way they, they see things as people who've been running the same company for 50 years. Because like we think of it in these small windows of like, oh my God, these next three months are going to be so rough until one of these goes. And in their mind, like it's three months out of 60 years whatever that's a blip you know what i mean so for them to drag something on a few months feels longer to us than to them i think i think it'll be two years <laughs> for one of no, them, I, I, I think i think I this is where i think it is with roman reigns right you build this character so high now right like he's godlike now right in the wrestling world yeah so you can't lose the title to a riddle yeah you know what i'm saying like you can't be on that stature (laughs) and then lose to riddle or or a finn Balor. it has to be somebody mega i think you're just right it has to be the locker room leader yeah Sammy Zane, bloodline member. Yeah, Sammy Zane. Sammy Zane needs to stab him in the back and betray him. That's who it needs to be. That would make the greatest story ever. That that would be crazy. Yeah, we would all love it. Can you imagine, too, if Sammy did betray him and took a title and came out one week doing the same poses and shit as Roman, like holding the title up over his head the same way and everything? It'd be so fun. You know what I think is going to happen? I think he's going to lose the belt to Cody Rhodes. But it's not going to happen immediately. Two yeah. years. It'll be two years. No, I, I think, think I think the next big main pay per view. What's what's what is that? Summer SummerSlam. I think SummerSlam. I think one of those titles is coming off from SummerSlam. I agree. I hope Cody Rhodes does win it. That'll be such an awesome thing. I will cry. But here's the deal. So with Cody Rhodes being as awesome as he's doing right now, do we want to? throw the title on him at SummerSlam so quick to when he came in, or would he hold off and make him keep chasing it till Mania and he gets the title at one of the Manias? I think someone else is going to take the title off of Roman at SummerSlam. I think Cody doesn't get it till Mania. I agree with that. Because then he gets that moment, that one-year moment. I came back to do this thing, and one year later, I did the thing. You know what I mean? Yeah, makes sense. And it will be awesome because uh, 
You know, I think for years, from based on what I've heard, because I wasn't around for it, mm-hmm. uh, that Cody kind of like didn't acknowledge that his dad was like a big factor. And now he's like, hey, no, actually, you know, my life was great because of my dad. And even if we didn't have everything, like, and I, as a guy who was a fan of Dusty Rhodes, like, it just makes me love Cody even more. Like, I didn't see him at all in AEW because I didn't watch AEW, but like, I am a huge fan. Like, I am so, like, the, uh, the only thing that can get me out of this Roman Reigns stench and the Uso stench is the fact that Cody Rhodes has a chance to, like, you know, yeah. win the title, and it's there's like legacy thing to it. It's really cool. Oh, and by the way, Cody Rhodes is awesome in the ring, yeah. and this shit that he's doing with Seth Rollins. At first, I was like, remember I said last time I was on the show because it's been a couple weeks. I was like, yeah, I'm done with Cody and Seth. We don't need it anymore. And I'm like, man, this Cody and Seth thing is really good. It's still. Up again. <laughs> They're still doing really good with the Cody and Seth because Seth is, and then Seth was like saying some serious shit. Like you don't get to burn the throne down and Marsh oh, explained a lot that. of that stuff from the AEW side to me. And I was like, Oh man, like there's like, he's, if there's not real vitriol there, he's making it seem like there is. So that, well, I don't know if you had a segment for it, but I'll attack it real quick, right? Go for it. Okay, so... It's vacation, so we don't have structure anymore. Let's do it. Let's do it. (laughs) All right? So, here's my thing. With, uh... With Seth, right? Yeah. Dusty Rhodes, just like Triple H, is a huge mentor to Seth Rollins. So, to me, the way I see this. Oh, Dusty was to Seth. Big time. Oh, yes. As a matter of fact, yes. they referred to Seth Rollins as one of Dusty's kids. At the same yep. time, Cody was in the company, and Cody actually had a lot of animosity towards Seth at the time. But he mm-hmm. acknowledges now that Seth was just better, faster than him. But he was so upset that they'd be sitting there on commentary referring to one of Dusty's kids. And it was Seth fucking Rollins and not his actual kid. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, yeah. so there yeah. was at least that for a while. Yep. Oh, yeah. Well, now they're making it. The thing. And, and see, and that's what I was getting to, right? Because now it gets into a point where it's like a sibling rivalry, right? Yeah. It's like no, it's like dad loved me more. No, no, dad loved me more. You know what I'm saying? He raised me. You know, he's like, well, well, he raised me wrestling wise. Uh, since I came into the ring, he raised me. So it, it's that sibling rivalry. Like he loved me more, and and that's what making it more interesting with this rivalry. It does feel a little bit different, but similar to the Dustin Cody story that they started AEW on. Like you do get that same kind of feeling where it's, it feels like two people who by all accounts should be friends but have every reason to be enemies because of just the way that they grew up, as it were. Like it does feel that way. It does feel that personal, which is awesome. I'm soften this later. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Is, that, is that better? Is that a little better? I think so, yeah. Okay. It gives us a little more color. Well, you were you were getting whitewashed. Yeah, yeah. sorry. <laughs> sorry, we're doing some production here. This, so. Hey, I see that, man. Hey, it's all good. <laughs> so Rough Marsh doesn't get completely washed out. Even though he lives in Arizona, he's pale as a fucking ghost, man. I don't know. <laughs> and meanwhile, you yeah, know, I'm getting, do. Tan. I'm getting that tan out there. Um, oh, that's right. But yeah, I'm loving it. I love to even, we'll talk about it before we like, we'll just skip around. But like that promo that Seth had where he came out and was like, you can't smash the throne, take a sledgehammer to the throne and mm-hmm. then 
try and, and take that phone back. away from me. Yeah. Uh -huh. well, what I've noticed is they're taking like, so I thought, okay, we're not going to see Becky Lynch for a while. Wrong. They're taking like the really good, like story runners like Becky, like Seth, mm -hmm. and they're keeping them engaged. So we're not seeing some of the fledgling stuff that we like to see. We're seeing a little less. I actually have enjoyed what they've done with 24 seven. Mm. And then he, I don't know how he's not as big a fan of edge and the judgment night, but I like that stuff too. Judgment day. Yeah. yeah. Judgment day. Yeah. Judgment night. Good movie. Check out. <laughs> <laughs> you remember judgment night, right? With Emilio. Emilio. Anyway. Emilio! Uh, yeah. But, uh, I, I'm a huge fan of, of them just keeping these really good storylines going. Yeah. And at first I was like, oh, okay, okay, okay. But like if the substitute of not getting Seth Rollins and Cody Rhodes is more Lacey Evans stuff, I'm like, oh, okay, let's just keep with this Seth Rollins. Because yeah. <laughs> it's really good, dude. It's so good. It's like, oh, okay, yeah, this yeah. is great. And then, and then for you to bring all that other stuff up just makes it cooler. It's, that yeah. you fucking know all this, like you too, Shakes. That you're like, oh yeah, like Cody Rhodes was really not, like kind of the odd man out, and Seth Rollins was more of a kid to to Dusty. Which I was like, anyway, I always loved Dusty Rhodes because he wasn't the best looking. He kind of talked with a list, but he could really just like, I'm a working man, like hustle, oh, yeah. like he just was good. Like you just felt like, um. So I was always a big fan of yeah. Dusty. And so like, I just, now I gotta be his kid. And I loved how he, he kind of acknowledged it. And this yeah. Rollins rivalry is good and the matches are great. Yeah. So now, I mean, but Cody has no, it, again, right? And and that's, that's why I love it because on, on Cody's side, he's like, oh yeah. Like you is the son that he, Dusty wish he had. Yeah. And I've always been lobbying to be that son and now where where seth rollins is coming from is like yeah no you you're supposed to be the prodigal son and shit. you're supposed to be the one but you went off and tried to destroy the company yeah. and now you back yeah no i'm not having that i i worked too hard to build this company and you try to tear it down and now you're gonna come back like everything is okay no it's not okay this yeah. this I love it, bro. I love in it. Fairness, I love the though, I don't think AEW came close to destroying AEW. No, but in sense, right? They may not have actually come close to destroying it, but in, in essence, what they kept doing and the, the things they were saying, they kept trying to undermine it. If nothing else, you can't actually destroy it, but you can undermine it to an entire fan base, and that's what they were trying to do. So that's what he was kind of saying is they're trying to tear down everything I'm doing. Instead of saying, like, hey, we're all doing great, they're doing great stuff. You're over here mocking it. You're over here talking shit about it. You're saying if you like that, you don't like real stuff. If you like that, you don't like fun stuff. Like the undermining of the WWE fan base as well as the product is where I think that comes. Because like you're right. AEW wasn't going to show up and within a year put WWE out of business. It's not yeah. going to happen. All right. But you can undermine it and make it seem lesser than to your fan base. And you don't have to. And so for Seth to be like, you guys can be over there talking all the shit you want. But you can't come over here and now pretend this is the place to be. Because you just spent fucking right. three years telling everybody that this was a fucking bullshit place and they had no business being here. And now you're coming in here saying this place is great now? Like, no, no, no. I've been saying right. it's great all along. Like, you don't get to come Absolutely. back. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. I love it. So good, dude. Uh, even Cody with his little, uh, uh, what's stopping me from going out there, these three little ropes in that barricade. Oh, and that man. promo he did back about Bill Watts' fourth wall that he did in AEW early on. And people were like, oh, it's a different thing. They're saying stuff like, man. 
I love it. I love yeah, the way Cody's bringing back everything. And I, yo, man, I thought that they was going to leave it at that and just wait and just have it salivate for the pay-per-view nope. and have Seth Rollins just walk off and um up to the steps. Nope. My man Cody went right to Oh, man, that that fight, man. Dude, that was that awesome. that's, that fight is what juiced it all up, man, because yep. you can see like it's really some disdain there. It may be in in the in the uh role, you know, it's it's all in the role, but it's some disdain there. It's some it's some disdain under underneath the surface. Yeah, I think that as much as they may like and respect each other now, I think they can both remember times where they didn't, and they're tapping into that at least. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Because um, I don't think it's an accident they put Cody with Seth right away. I think that that was on purpose for a lot of reasons, because I think those two dudes knew what they could do and what they could They're probably into. good friends in real life, too. Like At this point in time, yeah. I don't think they always were. Which I think honestly right. makes for better better story, because yeah. who did Rollins run a program with the last thing? Edge was the last one. Well, that was fucking great, too. Amazing. And they did, they brought in... They brought in Beth Phoenix a bit too. Wasn't that part of like I said, well, I wouldn't even mind Beth Phoenix and like, uh, yeah. like, uh, like, because uh, uh, you know, the one thing I've noticed is Seth Rollins and Becky Lynch, you know, like it's almost not no, like if you just became a fan, you wouldn't know they were together because they don't yeah. run a lot of stuff together right. because they don't need to. Well, they it tried it once too. Well, it doesn't it make bad. any sense. Oh, it went bad. <laughs> it it doesn't make any, well, probably because they love and care about each other too much, I would say. But they're so good. You don't, like, I feel like that shows you that you don't need it. Yeah. Like, they're so good. It's like, um. Like Seth Rollins and uh Becky is like Jay Z and Beyonce. It's like we know that they're together, but we don't need to see them kissing all day and then and, yeah, and no, showing that, all this affection to know that they together. You know, we know it's a Jay Z and a Beyonce and just like yeah. that, we know it's a Seth Rollins and a Becky Lynch. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. And then I mean at the time too, Seth was struggling with finding himself as a baby face and it didn't help that he was standing across from arguably the greatest promo in the business right now is Becky Lynch. So it almost undermined him as universal champion. So, but yeah, I agree with you. I don't need them together all the time by any means. Um, well, I mean, we are getting ready for Hell in a Cell. And so we're kind of going down the line here, uh, mm-hmm. talking about Cody versus Seth. Uh, speaking of, of Becky Lynch, Becky versus Oscar versus Bianca, triple threat at Hell in a Cell. What do you think about this build so far? And what do you think about the match? What it's going to be like? Um, you know what? It's so crazy in this uh, segment because it sort of seems like the champion is the odd person out. Yeah, like, like it's it's the rivalry between Becky and Oscar is kind of overshadowing. Yeah, the champion beyond. Yeah, and um, you know, and listen, like this rivalry between Oscar and Becky. It goes so deep and it goes so far that they can carry this for months, uh, a few pay-per-views. So, I think that that's the thing about this segment is that their rivalry together alone is overshadowing. Like, neither one of them is the champion. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) You know what I mean? But that rivalry right there between them two is making... The whole segment juicy as hell because you get to the to the point where um they had this strong rivalry before um 
before the uh, pregnancy and then for Becky to get pregnant and say okay you know what I don't see nobody else that deserves the title while I'm gone but you yeah. and hands it right to her yeah and so you know to have this and then to come back and say all right, all right I'm the woman now I, I'm back I'm the man again yeah and you're you're irrelevant yeah, yeah. I mean you 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 was good I, I, I gave you the torch you held it for a little while, but I'm back now. Yeah. And so that that rivalry right there between them two is definitely overshadowing the the whole match. But I feel like it's juicy because of it. But still, it seems like Bianca is a afterthought in this that, in this match. That almost opens it up to make it easier for Bianca to walk away with the title again. If we have Oscar and Lynch implode mm-hmm. and become. They could stop each other from winning effectively. Bianca can walk away from it, and then you can move Bianca forward with, I don't know who would be next. I wouldn't be against like Alexa Bliss finally getting something to do. Uh, but Or Liv Morgan. Or Liv Morgan finally. I Well, I think you hold off Kev. on Liv Morgan. Shout out Kev. Yeah, shout out to Kev. Well, I mean, <laughs> shout out to Kev's a big Alexa Bliss guy too. Mm. But I think that with Liv... You, Liv Morgan you, is so slow play Liv. So pretty. She's so pretty. <laughs> oh, we can add you to the list of people yeah. that are in love with Liv Morgan so too. No, but you know, look, Sasha. Sasha Banks, I ain't cheating on you, baby. I love you. <laughs> okay. I love you. Sasha, you listening? I love you. Nobody else. <laughs> You never know, Shakes. You never know. I'm rooting for you, buddy. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. I'm rooting for you. I need all all the shots and all the uh <laughs> all the luck I can get, man. Cause Sasha. I think I think with Liv, if you have her go up against her, something's gotta well, maybe you do that. Maybe you have Liv go for it and have Rhea cost Liv the title. I think you have to keep cheating Liv out of the title. So eventually at a mania, she can get the big win in that kind of Yeslemania 30 kind of Daniel Bryan way where it's all like undeniable. The fans have been clamoring for it. They're drooling for it. They just need yeah. some gold. You got to keep cheating her out of it for a while. But you could do that, I think, especially with Rhea being where she's at mm. and being jealous. I'm a big fan of... Uh, yeah. I like Oscar. I've never well, seen- you know what? There's the beat... And I'm sorry, Bear, but um, the beef between um, Liv Morgan and Rhea can definitely propel her... To get back into the the title con, um, contention, we were yeah. kind of talking about this the other day, though. I I kind of feel like the Liv Morgan and Liv Morgan and Rio were not partners for but like two weeks. Like um, I mean, like Nikki Ash has more of a reason to be pissed at Rhea Ripley because they were partners longer. I don't know, man. Like I feel like this Rhea Ripley thing. I, I'm not saying not screw Liv Morgan out like what you're saying, yeah. but I don't know that Rhea Ripley needs to be a part of it. I like what they're doing with Judgment Day. I almost will r- wish it would be someone else, like Becky Lynch, that could do it. Remember that girl's face? Wasn't that Becky Lynch that she lost to? That was pretty... That was Liv and Becky, yeah. Yeah, that well, was pretty good. Like, there was actually already stuff there, and they, they just sort of dropped that like a wet blanket. I don't well, know. Well, because that was really t- towards the build of Bianca. Had Everything yeah. else was secondary to that. I think the reason I'd say you do like a Rhea is because Rhea can cheat, live out of the thing, and then you can have Rhea go for the title, too. You know what I mean? So you can get yeah. two rivalries against Bianca. Again, the problem is, like Shakespeare. said... Bianca becomes an afterthought. Yeah, you can't Bianca be an afterthought. Here's the other thing, though. I was telling Ref Marsh, I think that there are so few women that can wrestle 
Rhea Ripley like well and Liv is one of them. So they probably just have to keep them together because they are so good. Remember I kept saying about Raw last night, I was like, her fucking bootlace is tied the whole time and they don't miss a beat. Yeah. So Uh, they're really good. I kind of like, you know, Rhea Ripley with this momentum going and facing Bianca Belair. I'd be okay with I that think too. that's uh that's an that's awesome great... matchup too. Yeah, it is. And, and um and the reason why I like and I'm, I'm gonna let you go, Bear, but the reason why I like Rhea Ripley in the judgment day is because it gives me that China feel with DX back in that I day. I agree. Yeah. And that's why I, I like agree. the Rhea Ripley thing. Go ahead yeah. though. I like I I like a lot of what Judgment Day is doing. My only issue I really have with Judgment Day is just that I feel like Edge is coming off so much lesser than we know he can be. He thinks Edge is phoning it in. But I think also <laughs> I know, uh... <laughs> that I really hope what it is is that it's by design. I, I'm hoping that Edge is taking all the easy shit and giving the hard stuff to the others so he becomes overshadowed. The idea is to elevate the other ones. If I can make them look better than me, they're going to look like they're better than a Hall of Famer. How fucking great is that? But right? I Here's the thing with Edge. We've but, been saying for mm-hmm. years that mm-hmm. he was medically not going to be able to do this for a long time. Yeah. Right? So I think, honestly, there's not much he can do in the ring anymore. So he's scaling it back and being more of a like a Jimmy Hart persona or yeah. a Paul Bearer because this has got some shades of, of the occult and stuff, which I love. I'm all for that. I've been saying that's yeah. been missing from the WWE storyline. But he's capable of running it, right? Yeah. Exactly. And he doesn't have to do anything in the ring. We still get a WWE Hall of Famer, like, running a stable, essentially. And he has to do shit. And he's helped Damian Priest, who, in my opinion, has had a hard time selling his character. And he's helped Rhea Ripley, who, in my mind, has had a hard time selling her character. Uh, And now they're fucking kick-ass, and they've got... Who It's three of them with Edge, but I keep seeing him tweet out pictures of, like... Who's Everyone. the who's the gal that's real popular that was the made made the movie out of I always forget Paige. Oh, Paige, yeah. He's put Paige on there. Like, holy shit. And even if she came back just in like an administrative role, it's good, man. You know who else would be good in that? Sonia Deville. She would be good in there too. So there's just like limitless possibilities. But I am with you. You talked a little bit about Bianca and, and Rhea. That's another person that looks like a normal human being wrestling Rhea. And Bianca Belair because she's so strong and so powerful. That's why I was saying like Dewdrop. They can't do much with Dewdrop because who can wrestle her effectively? Yeah. Oh, my thing, my thing with um the Edge thing is is what you kind of alluded to was you know it's not so much strain on him like to be a main event a guy that has to do it night in night out like a Roman Reigns. He can't do that no more. You know, but he can still give you great, solid matches and still be there character-wise for them on that show. And which will bring him into the championship contendership. Because what y'all said with um, with Rhea Ripley and and Priest, they are building these, uh, these guys' characters up because they are very talented, but was... Uh, finding a, a difficult time to get over with the fans 
be relevant, not just get cheered for, but be relevant to the fans. And this makes them relevant. But not only does it do that, you put them up there and you put them up there to this top of level and they keep on rising to this top of level. But who are they under the whole time? So as they rising up, they're following Edge. So as much as they rise up, that means Edge rises up. It's like this. If Edge is and right he, here and, and they right here, if he raises up like this, they, he Edge raises up. They raise up, Edge raises up. They raise up, Edge raises up. That's how it goes. I think it's genius. What was that again? No, I just uh, kidding. Uh, <laughs> no, I love it, dude. I agree with you 100%. I think, and I think it extends his career by another five years. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, if yep. he was going to be in Seth Rollins style uh, uh, programs no back no to way. back, he'd got he'd have maybe a year. Maybe. That's what. We, yeah, exactly. Think is yep. Five years. This is yep. kind of like me saying, you know what? I appreciate Edge being back so much. I don't care what role he has, yes. as long as he's doing something cool that we appreciate as fans. Yes. I'm okay with it, and I like what they're doing. I mean, and and as far as Roman Reigns, when does he fucking wrestle? I mean, other than coming out and saving yeah. Uso passes, he doesn't yeah. wrestle every night. So, like, Russell when he needs to, yeah, I mean, I guess because <laughs> he's the one. So, uh, we'll just, uh, you know, I mean, it's sad and pathetic that you put guys your, are such followers. Put your ones but, up, <laughs> put up your ones, they said, but put your ones up. Uh, I, I, again, I am not interested in that story at all, like, at all. I could care less. Like, I am so brokenhearted that RK Bro is gone. That's wild, too, man. Do you think that Randy's really going through some surgeries, huh? That's what it sounded like. Who, yeah. Randy? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it do seem like Randy's really hurt. Do you yeah. think it's weird that they uh, that they went so quickly to put Riddle back in a tag team? Because to me, that's the weird part, is that if you had – because the team, team was going so well. Let him go on his own at this point. I can Let him break yeah, it. Listen, I, I agree. I agree. Because when he came out, I think the promo was SmackDown, right? Yeah. And he came out, and he was uh, going just ape shit on on the whole bloodline. You know, he yeah. – yeah. he, he called Roman Reigns something. I, I can't remember. My nephews keep saying it, and they like – I'm just like – yeah, it was awesome. But, it was the greatest thing I've but seen. But yeah, like he, you can tell, like he's like you, mother. Nothing better in my life. Yeah, y'all just, y'all just seen. took my mentor out, man. And yeah. his promo that he did was Fired amazing. Up. Yes, Roman man, Reigns, it was Roman amazing. Can't hold Randy Orton's jockstrap. Can't hold Randy Orton's jockstrap. He should. Not, <laughs> he should. He should have carried that momentum, man. Yeah. Uh, Riddle. He should have carried that momentum. Throwing him in the tag team, like. I think it does stunt him because right. right then, right there, we was like, oh, man, he, he he's going to be on a one-man army type of mission now. Yeah, let's go. And, let's go through it. And go now through it's just Individually, like, go and say you want to face Roman. Like, it seemed like, even if he didn't win against Roman, it felt like, hey, we've got a lot of possibility here. And he was primed for a singles run. Let him go take the IC title off of Ricochet. You know what I mean? I mean, I right. like Ricochet. I don't want him to take it off him. But I'm saying, like, let him go be – this this force but yeah as soon as they paired him up with shinsuke it felt to me like they slammed on the brakes and i was like oh i can only be as much as i think the team's going to be an amazing team it's going to always be just not rk bro just because of the timing of it 
know what I mean? You did it too close to RK Bro. He went from RK Bro to I found a new tag partner. Why? Well, Shinsuke and Boogs was awesome too. And he lost his partner to injury as well. Right. So, I mean, if you want to say what makes the Usos great is they never get injured, I get that. Like, they're out there. No, they, they, they get injured, though. They get injured. Well, I mean, yeah, I got you. I'm just saying, like, we've just recently, we've lost Boogs. We lost Randy Orton. We've lost some guys to injury. Like, Bobby Lashley was out for a minute. And yeah. That seemed like that was legit. <clears throat> that probably put this whole double title thing into fucking, you yeah. know, what we're in now. Um, but like I told Marsh, I was excited to see Bobby Lashley and uh, yeah. Brock Lesnar over Rome. I didn't give a shit about Roman Reigns. Like I wasn't even compelled about it until Brock went like ape shit nuts. And then he actually like sold it real well. But I was like, oh, okay. Well, I bought one of those country ass kicking shirts. I'm yeah. not going to lie. Yeah. Though. Even though I love the Roman Reigns, um, Brock Lesnar feud, I would admit that. I've been waiting for that Brock Lesnar Bobby Lashley for like a decade. That's yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. A lot of fans, and and that's what I'm saying. Like sometimes, just let the fans, you know, get what they want. Because I think that, I think that there is a balance. Though WWE is very good at building anticipation, and I think other companies are struggling with that. Are we gonna get Brock and Bobby ever again? Though we may never see Brock in the ring again. That's what I mean. That's why they did it when they did it, because they knew they could, and it was their chance, and the anticipation had already built. Right. I think at this point, if we get a part two, great. But if we don't, it is what it is. I think that one of the reasons they don't jump on stuff is they want the anticipation, which is why I don't think they're going to jump on throwing a title on Cody. They want people to want it. Yeah, yeah. No, I get that. You know? No, that makes sense. And, yeah. some, and like, I, if, yeah, if yeah, I'm yeah. honest with, like, uh, 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 I think the most valid criticism about AEW is that they don't build anticipation. They, they get you right they, to the match that they know you want right now. And so by the time the match happens, you go, oh, that's very nice. And then it happens. You go, okay, that was good. But, but you don't get not, to that point yeah, where yeah. you don't get to a fever pitch where you explode when something happens. That Daniel Bryan story doesn't happen because if they see something. Is he even wrestling with them right now? I haven't seen yeah. him. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, but I'm saying like that Daniel Bryan WrestleMania moment was oh, a build of years man. of them building, realizing they could get there and said, and if we draw it out a little bit, well, and the ex- it's going to explode. Meanwhile, right? there's action like, about uh, Daniel Bryan. Yeah. Oh, man. Just a sidebar, Beard. I know you don't like AEW. No, it's I don't. I don't hate AEW at all. Okay. that's not okay. true. Okay. Not, I just don't have time to watch it between hockey, football, the shakedown. I got you. I got you. Well, all right. Well, listen. Shakes, you're getting big time guests like Paul Bettino for me to produce. Man, like I gotta be on my A game. I appreciate that. I appreciate that, man. But listen, like. I want you to do this, right? Suggesting this. Watch this match. I don't know how you can do it. I think Marsh can definitely get that for you. But um, watch this match. The uh, the Ark Ark Arnicky and Arena, Arnicky and the Arena. Last uh, in that that pay per view, it was crazy. My bad. I'm sorry. But yeah, it was crazy, man. And and listen, the whole match and Daniel Bryan is in the match. That's why I'm telling you to watch it. And man, like the beginning of the match, they had the damn intro music on for like 10, 15 minutes. No, no lie. The intro music yeah. while they was fighting. Was oh, man, it was it was song? amazing. Was it the shitty mm-hmm. song Wild Thing? Yeah, that's what it was. Yeah. Uh, I hate what? that song. Wild Thing. Like from the movie? Like, yeah. Yep. Wild, wild Thing. Wild Thing. Dun, 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 dun. 
You make my heart sing. That's like Creedence Clearwater Revival. I heard it for the great nine minutes. It's like I like that song, but not wild thing. That's like a two and a half minute song. Bro. And they put they put it on a loop and everything, man. It was crazy. Yeah, that sounds awful. <laughs> yo, I, yo, I was like, okay, is they gonna cut this off at any minute now? It was like fifteen minutes, seriously. Oh man, it, it got to the point where Jericho had to uh, just go ahead and trash the whole thing. That's how they cut the music off. But yeah, watch that match. Just watch that match. That's what I'm suggesting. It was crazy. We'll find That's it. what I'm gonna tell you. Uh, all right, so. Let me just get a quick rundown of something. Cody versus Seth. Who do you think is going to win, Shakes? Mm. Um, I think I think Seth Rollins is going to take this one. I, yeah. They can't have Cody uh, clean clean sweep him, bro. That that minimizes uh, Seth Rollins. Like clean sweep. I think he's going to lose. See it. I think Seth Rollins is going to lose. I, it. I don't it. think it dimini- I don't think it diminishes Seth Rollins at all. I don't. I think yeah. it elevates Cody. If he, if, yeah. if Seth loses, it's showing that even with it shows how much heart Cody has that he's able to yeah. take down Seth Rollins at his best. Cody match. has to win this match. Yeah, this he I has don't, to win this hell in the cell. I'm torn. Yeah, I mean, I, 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 I get it. Mm-hmm. My bad. I'm sorry. I get it. What y'all saying? But I, the way I'm feeling the, that it minimizes because Seth Rollins has not won. A significant relevant match in quite some time he has been on the losing end for months now and this is Seth freaking Rollins man you he can't keep losing month after month like I just don't think it diminishes his character because he's so good and everybody knows it I get it I mean like you but he's been losing every pay-per-view I'll say even before Wrestlemania Yes, but if Co- if Seth loses this, he would need an absolute uh, – uh, he needs to be built back up. I'll say that. I don't think it diminishes him or his potential or what people think of him, but he will come out of that needing another rivalry that he can come out on top of. He would need that, need that, like bad. He's going to have to pick on somebody smaller than him. <laughs> I, here's what I'll say, Shakes. Oh, and then we, I think we should move on from Cody and Seth. Mm-hmm. But I'll say this. Cody could beat Seth, and Seth could be in a promo against Roman Reigns like the next week, and it wouldn't be an issue, I don't think. I think that's true. They, that's how versatile and good Seth Rollins is, and he'll make it believable. Cause that's how good he is. So I am. I I think the WWE has no concerns with Seth Rollins winning or losing. I think either way it's fine. But how can you though? How can you do that if he's been losing for about like five months on end? He's keep on losing, and you and he can just go thrown back in a the contender or title contender. No, I don't see that. Shakes, because he's so good at running stories, man. He's such a good story runner. It's like it's like Kevin Owens. Yeah. Kevin Owens isn't doing shit. This Elias thing, it's the best fucking thing on there. Elias is a liar. It's awesome. It's because he's good at running stories. So I don't think it even matters that he's losing as long as the fan base is engaged in the storyline. That's what I'm telling you. Like, I feel like they could drop this Cody Rhodes thing like a wet habit, and Seth could move on to something else. It'll be great. Now, that being said, what do they do with Cody? 
So that's why we're, I think we're going to see six more months of this Seth Rollins, Cody Rhodes thing, to be quite frank. If, if you were saying the vitriol was as big as it was and the way they're saying it and selling it, I think we're going to see a lot more of this. I, I think, I think they put it behind them after hell in a cell. Seth Rollins, when you look at his stories that he likes, he likes to build towards the hell in a cell, make the hell in a cell feel like it matters and then move on. Right. Right. Uh, Even with edge. Yeah, it It should. should. It should. Uh, but I agree that I think that this is what you, I think if Cody wins, Seth has to go on a winning streak after that because it also therefore elevates Cody. Cody's so good that he dominated Seth Rollins, who we know his pedigree. Yeah. And now look at him. He's back to dominating again. This isn't about tearing down Seth Rollins. This is about building up Cody Rhodes. Yeah. And I think that's why we're going to see. You just double down yeah. on how strong Seth is after the fact. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll, they'll take care of Seth Rollins. Like, yeah. the only thing that hurts Seth Rollins is if he gets, like, a real injury and has to leave for a while. And then that would hurt any momentum his character gets. But he... Uh, they've made some promises to him. He's going to get a run. I mean, Romans, they're fixing to get rid of Roman. Like, Roman's going to be gone or do something. I keep reading or hearing that he's probably. I think, I think the belief be... is he's going to do a lot less non TV. Like, he's yeah. not going to be doing the house shows. He's yeah. going to be pretty much on TV and pay per views, and that's it. And then yeah. as at some point, I'm sure they even scale that back to just pay per views yeah. and like two TVs and some kind of shit. I'm like sure that. he's been told he's getting the television show or something. Ooh, so. It would be like Miz and Mrs., but with Roman. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I would actually watch something with Roman, though. I actually would. Like, I don't hate Miz. I actually love Miz, but, like, I'm not watching his reality show. Yeah, I said that as a joke, but I think you know, if I would, a reality show about Roman, I'd be I would watch it. Yeah, I would watch I'd be it. Fucking fascinating. Yeah, I would watch it. I'm interested in Roman the person. Like, I just don't yeah. give a fuck about his character. Like, Joe, I'm interested in learning more about. But Roman Reigns and the Usos, they could fucking go away. I just like uh, the problem with wrestling is they talk about how much nepotism plays in, and they're like, no, it doesn't. Oh, wait. The Usos and the, you know, they're all like fifth generation wrestlers. So it's like, okay. Yeah, it's a little. Well, it's the family business. Well, I get it. They inherited it. Well, you love it, but I don't necessarily need it. You know what I'm saying? I don't need it. Some of the best wrestlers, Stone Cold Steve Austin's not legacy. Uh, the Undertaker wasn't legacy. He didn't have. He was going to be a basketball player. Those are some of the greatest of all time. Yeah. You know, Triple H, not legacy. Married into legacy, but not legacy. Some of the best of all time. Shawn Michaels, not legacy. Anyway, we could go on. I'm just saying. Like, I get it. Harley Race, awesome. I don't need to see his son wrestle. Ted DiBiase's <laughs> son sounds like a real piece of work. <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah. Oh. Ted DiBiase's son, he, yeah. he he was all right. He just got would, picked. He just got arrested. You didn't hear? No, I didn't. He's under yeah. fire for a lot of uh, yeah. He got arrested or money, something. Money, uh, church-related things. Yeah, he was laundering money in a church, which is essentially what church is anyway, as a money laundering operation. But anyway, yeah, I digress. We gotta start a church. Yeah, yeah, we, <laughs> we need to make some real money. We'll call it the Church of Wrestling, and we're gonna be a five hundred one c and not pay any taxes. We'll call it the Church Down. Who else was we'll in the Shake Down in there too? Yeah, yeah, yeah the Church Down, we'll yeah. the Church Down, and we'll do a Smackdown, <laughs> Smackdown, Shake Down, Church Down. Who else was in Legacy? Um, it was uh, DiBiase, son, and who else? Oh, there's a ton in Legacy. It was DiBiase, yeah. son, Cody, Randy. And maybe Curtis Axel. Yeah, Randy was also one. Yeah, 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 um, yeah. All right, so Bianca, Oscar, Lynch. Who do you think walks away with the title there? Oscar, hopefully. I want Oscar to win it. Okay. Sure. I mean, I would like Bianca to win too, but Oscar would be cool because she's fun. 
I have no problem. My problem with I this think. match is I have no problem with anybody winning this match. Yeah, yeah. My only thing is that I think it'll that be Bianca. Yeah, that's true. It'll be Bianca. It'll be Bianca. I agree. Yeah, I think so too. Yeah, yeah. And I think I think it'll be it, it carries on. I think I'm sorry to cut you off. I think it carries on the uh the rivalry between what we was talking about earlier, Oscar and uh Becky. I yeah. think that that rivalry just carries on from that match. Dude, and that is such that I've missed a lot of that and had to go back and watch it because of shakedown and doing the driveway and blah blah blah. I enjoy that Oscar. I've not seen her before. She's fucking so fun. And she doesn't speak a fucking lick of English and it's great. It actually makes her character better, I think. So I'm a huge fan of her and she is awesome in the ring. Like she is so good in the ring. I'm like, "Oh my god, she is like she looks like an old school wrestler too. She's not she's not too fit." You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I mean, there's such thing as too fit for a women wrestler. Like, yeah. China was a little bit too fit early in her career. She was like a <coughs> when she slimmed Sorry. down a little bit and took a little, a little bit of the muscle away. I'm not I'm not talking about like a hey, fake breast and all that bullshit. I don't need any of that. I don't need mm. to be physically attracted to my women wrestlers. In fact, I actually think that that takes away from it. I think sometimes they get, don't get a fair judgment because of it. Sometimes. Yeah, I agree. The rest, the women wrestlers I like, I don't have, like, I'm not in love with them. Sorry, I know you and Kev love Liv Morgan, but, like, I think she's just good in the ring. I, You know, I'm getting old enough, too, where, like, these girls are pretty young, so I feel yeah. like a dirty right, little man. Right, like, right, right. You know, like, ah, oh, man, the one girl from NXT, I'm like, she looks 12. Yeah, it like, doesn't oh, look no. right, dude. <laughs> you know? But, uh, no, I'm a huge – I love all three of these. I do think it's going to be Bianca. But, gosh, man, Becky Lynch is so good. And Asuka is awesome in the ring, man. And she – you know what? I actually love the people that are great in the ring that aren't necessarily great on the microphone. Mm. And, you know, because I think sometimes they have to overcome more to sell their thing. and Or they have to have an MVP – like we we see with Omos, let's go. What what do you got next for us? Uh, Kevin Owens and Ezekiel shakes. What do you think? Oh my god! Mm. I think <laughs> I think I think Kevin Owens versus Ezekiel. I think Elias interferes in the match. That would be awesome. Yeah, I think we're gonna have Elias interfere. In <laughs> look at in the match. look at Shanks trying to figure out how they're gonna get Elias to interfere. How do they do Elias interfere? Because here's the problem. So we know, we know in reality that Ezekiel is Elias. I don't know. Right. And you shaved the beard. Right. You shaved the beard, right? Right. That beard was legit. That is Elias. It's his younger brother, so far as I can tell. No, no, it's not. You're a liar. Yeah. You're a liar. Yeah, you didn't see the picture together of them? Yeah. Y'all all are liars, bro. Y'all are all liars. Hey, not to get off the subject, but don't you love... Uh, Ezekiel's Ultimate Warrior gig. I mean, it's I love it. it basically his uniform is a, like a homage to the Ultimate Warrior. Yeah. Except for his character is nothing like the Ultimate Warrior, which makes it even cooler. It's funny because he is so subdued. He comes out, he's, he's real calm and yeah. I don't know, man. I'm it's just good. Gotta... <laughs> I'm a huge fan. I, I was so hoping Sami Zayn would leave with Kevin Owens because what Sami Zayn sells is good. Marsh is the one too that got me on the Sami Zayn thing. He is so brilliant. Yeah, another guy that they can just hand any fucking story to and say, "Here you go, Sammy. 
fucking take it and run. And it's the most intriguing stuff. I told you, I'm actually interested in the bloodline. If, if he weasels his way in there, that will, he could carry that story for another year and a half on his own. That's how. Uh, yo, I, I swear that was my favorite segment. I love them together, man. Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn, man. Yeah, and they was I in agree. that ring together. So good. And he was like, and they was like best friends. And they was like, uh, complimenting each other, like, I love what you're doing over there, and I love what you're doing, and, oh, man, that's clearly, that's clearly Elias, and, and then, and then, he's like, okay, but, you know, you're not really in the bloodline, right, <laughs> it's like, what do you mean, like, yes, I am, like, no, 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 you're not in the bloodline, okay, okay, if you, if, the, if you're in there, let them come out right now, come on out for, for Sammy, and they ain't come, Oh man, that was so hilarious! And he goes back there like, what, what, "What's going on? Am I, am I in, am I in the bloodline or not?" It's like, and, and I like, love yeah. that. I love their response. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. You're honorary Oost. Yeah, yeah, you're honorary Oost. Yeah, yeah, sure. sure. I love how, uh, how Sammy called Kevin Oost. He's like, well, yeah. you having a good time over there. Just call me Oost. Uh, well, you know, you yeah, yeah. so much time with them. It kind of rubs off. Yeah. Probably not recommended, I'll just say, as a PSA. Yeah. Don't be a white guy and go up to a bunch of Samoans and call them Oost. Okay? <laughs> Probably not the best. Just saying. Not the greatest idea. Plenty of Islanders here in Alaska. I would not do that shit unless they do yeah, 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 yeah. Although yeah. when I met the Usos, they called me Usos. Yeah, cool. that is cool as fuck. And as soon that as is it happened. I was like, <laughs> yeah, but you didn't go. You didn't go. Thanks, Us. Yeah, you know, like, yeah, you know, Us. You're like, we're not worthy. Yeah. <laughs> right, fanned out. He fanned out. Yeah. I would have fucking told them to go fuck themselves. If they called me Us. So I ain't your I'm not Us. I can't stand you. Hey, what did you guys speak of which? Did you see the Paul Heyman video where he went after a fan and uh, mm-hmm. the Usos restrained mm-hmm. him from going into the stands, and then Roman Reigns like hugged him and shit. So I, the fan, must have said some vile shit to him or something. I yeah. Paul Heyman plays with the fan. Oh, does he? Okay, okay. So it was fun. Yeah. Okay, it was all good. Oh, it was yeah. It, it was okay. it was hilarious, man. Okay. And yeah, just yeah. just just to see like. You know, Roman Reigns just opened his arms like, come on, it's all right, Paul. And Paul yeah, just yeah. like, okay, all right. I, yes. I feel better Paul. now. <laughs> not only Paul, though, but Paul and Roman and the Usos, they all play with the fans. They I would do this. Yeah, I'd, go, I'd go like this. Nice haircut, Paul. Yeah, yeah. That's what I would do. I would just not. Look good. Yeah, hey, Paul. Yeah. Just look, let it all go, brother. Yeah. Grow the beard, too. Can you imagine Hammond with the beard? He'd look bad fucking ass. Actually, yeah. Everybody looks badass with a beard. <laughs> I'm just telling you. New PSA. Right. Yeah. <laughs> you have a gotcha. beard. Yeah. Noted. Uh, but yeah, so the Kevin Owens, Sami Zayn segment, probably one of the greatest segments of all TV history, should go down as an all-timer. And Kevin Owens is definitely winning that one. Dude, as soon as Sammy was all like, dude, those guys, obviously, same guy. Kevin went from like having a, a like, you know, reactor like reaction face. She's just dropping into like the most serious looking face, and then just dove in for like a hug. Like he was like, "I'm so happy." You yes, that. yes, yes, yes. Oh, that was hilarious. That yeah, was hilarious. Like, it's like, yeah. thank you, 
Thank you. Yeah. You don't know how much that meant to me. Yeah. Oh, and that was. Jamie turned on me. Goes, they're clearly different people. One has a beard, another one doesn't. Yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> oh man, them together, man. They are hilarious. They are legit magic, and it's wild to think where they came from, how they got here, and all the things they were told along the way. Like, when you think about people who never should have been here, those are two of the top guys who never should have made it to WWE. But they're so good on the microphone. They're such good story drivers. They're awesome. Yeah. You can't judge a book by a cover when it comes to those two guys. No, sure. and you can't judge even the, the, the work in the ring when it comes to those two guys. You yeah. can't look at those two dudes just sitting there and say, maybe two of the greatest professional wrestlers in the history of time. But the second you've seen them in one segment, you go, that might be one of the greatest guys in the history of time. If you, know what you I mean? don't like them, I don't think you understand wrestling. Because I think it's like, those are the guys that keep the pages moving. Yeah. I mean, Kevin Owens, in my opinion, gave Stone Cold Steve Austin the, the send-off that he richly deserves. And I will be able grateful if that's the only thing he ever did great. But every week he does something that I'm like, Amazing. he's so good. That did feel like a retirement party. Like it, it was wasn't just like fucking awesome. That you don't need to, like, you don't need him losing to the rock. Stone Cold's fucking five thousand times bigger than the rock. The only reason the rock is big is because he's big in movies. If Stone Cold wanted to do movies, which he did not want to do because he decided he didn't fucking like them and didn't have the injuries, Stone Cold Steve Austin is hands down the greatest fucking wrestler of all time. The best fucking storyline ever is Vince and Stone Cold. That is the greatest of all time. The greatest. You cannot convince me. Yes, I'm wearing a WrestleMania Steve Austin shirt, which you can get at WWE Shop. WWE Shop. I'm just saying, <laughs> I love Stone Cold Steve Austin for a multitude of reasons, which we've fucking gone into ad nauseum. I don't want to go down that road. We're talking one. about Kevin Owens, who got that piece of advice from Stone Cold Steve Austin, said, yeah. learn the fucking microphone, kid. Fuck the move set. And Kevin Owens did kind of fuck the move. Said he has Stone Cold to borrow his his finisher. He yeah. doesn't. Who cares? And actually, the I'll stunner just, should I'll be just a do your moves. Then, okay. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm just gonna steal the stunner from you. If that's okay. But uh, um, but I actually, I'll tell you, I appreciate it. I because honestly, some of these finishing moves look scary and dangerous. So I'm like, hey, just go back to the shit that was working years yeah, the ago. DDT. The RKO is the best one of all time. Even though I'm a Stone Cold fan and I I love the stunner, RKO is fucking awesome. It's such a fucking great finishing move. It is the best of all time. But I am a huge fucking fan of what Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn do. And they could be a tag team. That would be epic. They could be. But this is what I'm telling you. This is what's stifling with the draft. They just need to get rid of it. Because we're sitting here trying to figure, oh, who's going to be on SmackDown? Fucking get rid of it. Because McAfee goes, oh, you know, I hear him on his show all the time. And they're like, AJ Hawk will be like, what about this guy? Oh, Ciampa. He's asked a lot about Ciampa. Oh, uh, I don't really know, man, because he's a fucking raw guy and I don't get to see him. And, th- you know, this is not McAfee being kayfabe. He's being legit. Like, he doesn't have fucking time. Like, he runs a fucking multi-million dollar corporation at PMI. And he's also got to fucking do a radio show five days a week, which we know shakes. So, Coming up with content ain't always the funnest fucking thing. So here's this from the Pac-Me Mac standpoint. If you break down the draft... And then he's going to look like a jackass if he doesn't know everybody from both shows. Right now, he can focus on one show. Yeah. You know what I mean? So if you destroy the draft. Yeah, no, I got you. But no, but it's confusing. It's confusing to know who's where. And then we've had a lot of crossover. There's been so much SmackDown Raw crossover this year, I've lost fucking track. And so what's happening is some of the lessers that are on those two shows are getting fucking buried. 
because you have all the good guys. You have the Sami Zayn's and Kevin Owens doing both because they're so good. But this younger generation has to step up or they're going to be washed away. That's the problem. The well, guys that are there now are too fucking good. That's why we need an AEW. So some of those lesser stars can go shine. Nothing against. Yeah. Like, I fucking love Jericho. I never got Daniel Bryan, but I like Jericho. I think he's one of the yeah. best heels of all time. Uh, he's way better fucking heel than Roman Reigns. He didn't have to cheat half the fucking time. He actually he won every once in a while. Yeah. He was a fucking good goddamn Jericho wrestler, too. Cheated. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I get it. It just well, looked better then. Yeah. Uh, but uh, cleaner cheat. Yeah, I mean, dude, he's got the walls of Jericho is one of the coolest finishing moves too. Like, fucking love that move. Uh, and I love him on the microphone. I think he's one of the best but on the microphone. An issue they've had when they've destroyed the bland script before is that the lesser guys on the shows don't just get buried; they literally go away. That's what I'm saying, and that's a problem. We're, that's so what I'm worried about as a WWE fan. It's like you keep telling me about all these cool and exciting people like L.A. Knight, who's not going by L.A. fucking Knight. Again, why build a name brand and then change it? That one I don't get. Like, I like in defense, they didn't build the name. Well, Butch, Butch was Pete Dunn. I get yeah. why they changed his name, because Pete Dunn's stupid. And Butch is also equally dumb, but it's not as dumb. And, and they all knew him as Butch or whatever. Yeah. Even though I fucking hate that storyline, it's so good. <laughs> I love it. LA Knight sounds like a fucking hockey team. I, I like LA Knight as a name, though. Right. I but I don't know who the film guy is. You know what I'm saying? Max Dupree. Max Dupree. Sorry, Dupree. I didn't even know his fucking name. Max Dupree. Now, <laughs> if he's as good, though, as he can be, hopefully we see him shine. Yeah. But I, I wonder about the timing of the moves of these NXT folks. Yeah. How well Sami Zayn... And Kevin Owens, to get back to what we were talking about, are running these programs. I mean, and I told you, I will be a big fan. The Bloodline can go another 100 years if Sami Zayn's in there. Because I know he'll run a great program. I'm just saying, like, every fucking time Roman Reigns shows up and cheats for the Usos, okay, fool me once. But 500 times now, it's like, is it really dominance? If you can't beat them on your own, like to me, that's like, okay, they could still be heels and win outright. I'm, I'm more for that than having Roman show up all the time and you, Superman punch fucking people into oblivion. It doesn't make sense to me it's for both sides. Roman shouldn't need it either. If it's, he's the greatest, he shouldn't need to cheat. It's easy to say that, but, but he hasn't wrestled forever. I can't remember. Last if you want to talk greatest heels of all time, names that come up right away are like Ric Flair. I mean, even if you want to talk Miz, mm-hmm. uh, you just Triple talk about H. Jericho, Triple H, yeah, DX. Yeah, all, all lost, them legit. Cheated, yeah. All cheated. Oh, I got you. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah, I got you. I got you. That's, I did that. Yeah, yeah. So it's like exactly. It's like, so at the end of the day, it all counts a W. So That's all that matters. And when heel. he's a next level heel, right? We've never seen anything like where the mm-hmm. WWE I'm has sorry. been built around this giant stable of heels. Like before, you always rooted for the good guy. Hogan yeah. was a good guy until NWO. Yeah. Uh, you know, even Andre was a good guy back before WWE and shit. So. You know, Ultimate Warrior, good guy. Stone Cold, anti-hero. Rock, anti-hero, but good guy. But, like, also he'll, you know, once Hogan did the NWO thing, I think they're like, oh, wait a minute. There's something to the good guy being like, oh, I'm fed up. I'm going to be a heel, too. Fuck you. And so everybody was like, okay, I get it. So they have the they have the book written on what works and stuff. But, like, Roman can win outright now. Like, we, I don't need here's to see him though. cheat. But here's He's already a giant heel. Here's the deal. You don't need to build his heel stats. He only started cheating to win probably in the last six, like probably right on the time you started watching. 
to be honest, right. all the build before he won clean with chokeouts. Yeah, which I'm okay guillotine. with. He did the guillotine on. He'd go back to that. Yeah, but I didn't see it, so I'm I saying I can only go off what I know. So what I'm saying is that, like, for a year before when he was the champion from the SummerSlam, because you started watching SummerSlam, he yeah. won the title the SummerSlam before he won clean every single time up until that SummerSlam when he started cheating. Well, I'm yet. saying now it's kind of weird. No, but I'm saying like he can win clean from time to. I'm not saying he can <clears> win every time, and I'm not saying he can't help the Usos every once in a while. But I'm like, now it's yeah. like so constant. It's like, okay, guys, he's already the the heelish of all heels, right? Yeah, like, yeah. you don't need him to be more heelish. There, I don't think it's physically possible. Because honestly, like, the fans that love him, love him. They go, oh, he's the greatest or whatever. So you have that. I see a shitload of Bloodline shirts in the oh, fucking yeah. stands. Like, I'm not, like, delusional to think that I, it's not working. you know, like, I get it's going. But it's like, you don't have, like, it. I don't need to see them cheat now at all. They should be that dominant. And honestly, if you're winning, even if you're winning with cheating, your confidence is going to go up and you're going to win. You know, shakes in football, we talk about all the time. If the team's got confidence and they start rolling, a 9-7 and seven Giants team beats a fucking undefeated Patriots in the Super Bowl, 18-1 to one New York Giants style. I'm just saying, like, every once in a while, we get, it makes the underdog look better, too, if yeah. Roman's, like, a dominant winner when they actually you not thrown him. If you're not cheating, you're not trying. <laughs> yeah, we get you like the heel. We get you like the heel. I'm just no, saying. I'm just saying, man. So, you you know, as long as it's a W at the end of the day, and this is how I look at it, Bear. This is how I look at it, Bear. And I always did. Even, even with Triple H because they was telling me the same thing with Triple H. They were like, I was a huge Triple H fan. And everybody was like, oh, I don't want Triple H because all he do is cheat. All he do is cheat every time somebody got to come down. And and, and 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 do that right, and I and my answer was always, my answer was always doesn't matter. He got the W. And when you look back at the end of the day, 10, 15 years down the line, they're not gonna say, oh, you only won because China did the low blow. They're gonna say you was the cerebral assassin. You yeah. are a legend, like they are saying right now. No, I got so, yeah, no, I got you. <coughs> I'm not saying it doesn't I'm matter, saying, bro. All I'm saying is, <laughs> no, but I'm saying <laughs> sometimes to sell the heel, you need to let him win legit. A bit. I agree, and he has. Why I agree, but also think that. That there's there's a wiggle room here because we don't like, need to though anymore. We don't need any wiggle room with Roman. Just no, let no, him win legit. That. He's that dominant. Some time, some time. Yeah. So like when uh, uh, Kevin Owens was the Universal Champion, he was the champion for almost a full year. And yeah. when I look back on it, I think, man, I wish he was Universal Champion again. That was such a great time. In the moment, I hated him because he had Jericho cheat for him, or he cheated himself. <laughs> Every single defense. If you go back and look, he didn't yeah. win one time. And I kept saying it's undermining him as a champion. It's undermining him as a right. champion. But now you miss it. But now I look back and go, oh, it was cool to have him as a champion. Yeah. Though. You well, know what I mean? But yeah, because we don't have one guy with all the fucking belts. Horrible idea. They've done it before, and I don't know you complain about that. I'm just saying that, like, in the moment, that's why we hate them and why we get so excited when they lose. It makes a new star because it feels refreshing all the time. We sudden. don't need a new star. He's already a star is what I'm saying. We don't need a new star. No, Roman's not the next star. No, I got He's you. He's the star now. Yeah, but who, by who building, are they building? Is it exactly. Riddle? Is it Riddle? I think it's going to be Drew. But I yeah. think that... And I almost feel like they know he... Because of people like you. Because you don't like him. So, like, you don't buy him as a champion. But it's going to be 
it's going to be star making when they beats Roman. But they have to. So Roman's won clean hasn't for so long. Has he been that champion before though? And hasn't and he beaten was. Roman before? Yeah. Well, no, he didn't beat Roman. Did he? Beat, oh, he beat Roman a long time ago. Yeah, that's what I'm wondering. Like, like cancer I, Roman. <laughs> yeah. So let me ask. This is what I'm saying. This is what they're in trouble yeah. with Roman Reigns. I believe. This is why. Because okay, you think it's going to be Drew. Who do you think it's going to be, Shakes? Who's going to be the guy that steps up to Roman and defense? You mean, like, all right, it's two different questions, kind of. Because you're saying, like, who are they building up? No, I want, I, think, you, I want you to tell me, not who they're building up, because we don't have a Okay, go ahead. We go really ahead. don't know who they're doing. I mean, you all can right. speculate on who you think they're building up, because he said Drew McIntyre, and I don't fucking agree. <clears throat> but, um, right. And I like Drew McIntyre. I'm one of those people that likes him. Um, I do. I like. I do. I think. This. But but go. But if Drew beats Roman, you're gonna explode. No, I don't think I will though. You know what I'm saying? No, I don't think they've done a good job of building that at all. I think I'm like really. <laughs> <laughs> not because not because I don't think Drew is capable. Beat everybody else and you lose to him. No, but I'm just saying like it doesn't. I would Riddle makes more sense to me today okay. than Drew McIntyre. Now you tell me who you think. Is the guy in the stable? There's another one I held back. We'll talk about it after you tell me who you think is the guy that could dethrone Roman, even though you don't want to see Roman dethroned because you like the heel. I want you to say you, 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 Kenny, Shakes Montana. Tell me who you think could beat Roman. Like you'd be like, that's a good story if this guy beats Roman. I think we um kind of spoke on it earlier. But um, I, I think that it has to be a, a mega star, a mega guy, because you can't yeah, give sit us a there name. I want your opinion. and have this man on God level and just lose to anybody, right? Exactly. So I agree with that, too. I agree. I think, again, you have to, it has to be Cody. Okay. It has to be Cody. Yeah, that's fair. So my sneaky, my sneaky one other than Cody is Randy Orton. If Randy Orton can come back and wrestle in the next six months, he can be because he's got that gravitas <clears throat> to beat Roman without a shitload of build. If Roman's looking to get out, because Roman, if Roman is walking away a little bit, he's not going to want the titles. I know. I just yeah. think that that was. It's going to sound bad. I think that'd be a waste. Are they going to walk? Because Randy's a made man. Are they going to walk Roman away from the titles, though? Is he just going to walk away and never give him up like Becky Lynch? I almost no. feel like I almost feel like that's where they're at right now. Really? Because who's going to convincingly beat Roman? You haven't built anybody. Well, he thinks McIntyre, but I really don't. He's helped out. It has to be like, Cody, man. I think Kevin Owens it and Becky Lynch Cody. said it on Twitter. They gave they gave it away. Not a spoiler. It's it's a prediction. It's a what? It's a spoiler, not a spoiler. They said it's going to be Chanky. I can see it. Well, I mean, I saw more. Oh my gosh! That I saw more horrible dancing than I've ever seen. Oh that my was gosh, great. what was going on, man? Dude, <laughs> hey, you know what? That's another guy they underuse. They underuse Shanky and they underuse gender. Gender is awesome in the gender ring. We need to see more fucking gender. I'm, uh, I don't get it. Shanky like, it doesn't sucks. make any sense to me. 
Shaggy so, sucks to me, man. And I think they just trying anything well, to make him relevant. Anything, but that was funny and cool. Like at least they're no, trying something with him, bro. Exactly. Like, That's yeah, exactly yeah. what it is. Is that they trying something with him yeah. because they don't have no no other ideas. You know, he's just a big one. dude. You know, and, and and you know WWE loves big guys. Pause, yeah, but yeah. they. Hey, they love big and guys, they got a and that's table of motherfucking big guys. Baron exactly, Corbin, Omar, exactly, exactly, exactly. Veer, Commander Aziz, yeah, Veer. Oh yep. god, what a yep. fucking terrible thing they're running there. Hey, real quick. But uh, but uh, the reason, and, and let me explain why I don't like Shanky though, is because he's limited in the ring and what he yeah. can do. Like Omar's, yeah, he's so big, but he has skills. Awesome. He can do things, right? Yeah, he's good. What, what, like with Shanky, it's like he's so limited. He can't barely even move. Like I, that's Shanky is, and that's why I feel like they just yeah. they just, pressing the issue. But go I kind of agree with Ref Marsh though. I I think they just haven't used Shanky really. I don't think he's had a chance. To yeah, us, no. But the thing is, I think a lot of it is is. I mean, I think they're doing this dancing thing just to get him out of his shell. I guess uh, yeah, Dewdrop even said that when she started dancing on the way to the ring as like a baby face, that that was because Vince told her you have to go dance. And she goes, I don't know how to dance. I don't know what you're talking about. Like, and she like complained to him. And he goes, that's bullshit. You're out here shaking your ass backstage all the time. I just want you to be that out, out there. So the fans can get to like you the way we do. Yeah, I bet you Shanky is like that. I bet you they love him in the back. And they're like, dude, you should be so much fucking better. You just need to be yourself. And you know what? Ironically, wasn't that the advice they gave Roman fucking Reigns? And it ended up working out for him. So so I think it's one of those things where it's like, hey, go break the ice with the audience. I'm rooting for Shanky. I like it. You know know what it reminds me of? It's like, I I don't know if y'all ever watched this Um this show, but it was a good show, and I hope that they bring it back for season two. But Hills, Hills, I, I didn't never watch it. But it. I heard I it was awesome. I didn't watch it because oh. CM Punk's associated with it. Well, you should watch it because uh, yeah, it's amazing. NFL it's guy amazing. Is, uh, I think, no, no, it, uh, it's um, show James it's Harrison, true. James Harrison, dude, guy had a well against the Arizona Cardinals, had a 99-yard interception return for a touchdown. Yeah, Fuck in the Super guy. Bowl. In the Super Bowl. <laughs> for the Pittsburgh Steelers. <laughs> That's and him. He, mm-hmm. he is – dude, go back and watch the interview McAfee does with him on the show about being on that show. It's so fucking good. I want to see it, Kenny. I haven't seen it. I oh, really want to see it. I'm really wanting to see it, but I don't get stars, so I got to figure out how I'm going to watch yeah. it. But it'll be on Netflix or some shit eventually. If so he buys it. stars, I'll pirate it from him. <laughs> Otherwise, not happening. Well, yeah, but, yeah, yeah. If he moves to Alaska, we'll figure out a we'll, way to watch we'll it. We'll double out. I'll send y'all something. I'll send y'all too. I'm a Stephen Amell fan because I liked Arrow. I never finished Arrow, but I liked Arrow. I liked Arrow. Stephen Amell when he was on Raw. Was he on Raw for a while? Yeah, he did a, did a program. Hey, I, I I got y'all. I will send y'all something for y'all to watch that. So <laughs> I got y'all. Because I'm telling you, man, it it it, it goes. I want to watch it. You're not. In, I want to watch it. Death, like on how things is behind the scenes, mm. and how they do things, and, and it was amazing. And that's why you know I brought that up because um, when we talk about Shanky, it's like a guy on there is like. Um, they were struggling to try to find his character on the show Hills. 
You know what I'm saying? And, and on the show Hills, they was trying to, they were struggling to find his character, but everybody in the locker room loved him. They loved him and they was rooting for him. Mm-hmm. And so that reminds me of what y'all was talking about with Shanky. Is like, okay, yeah. yeah, I mean, they rooting for him and they trying to find something that will stick for him. Well, but, I can tell yeah. you this: if you put a guy that likes to dance on SmackDown with McAfee, yeah. he'll sell him well. Okay, because it. with Shinsuke and Boogs, they got big because of Pat. Yeah. Pat was like the third member of that team yeah. that no one ever talked about. And and he was selling the shit out of those two. And if you get Shanky on there, I really hope I'm rooting for the guy. I, you know, I root for all these guys, like these guys coming up from NXT, and like you were talking about. Like I want to see. And you know, Marsh and I were talking about this the other day. We were saying, what AEW stars would we like? Like Britt Baker. She's a Pittsburgh gal. That's where McAfee's from. I'd love to see her on WWE. Um, and then Hangman. Uh, Adam Page or Adam uh, Hangman I, I, Cole? What's the guy's name? I think Britt Baker would kind of get lost in the wash in WWE. You think because we have so many good women? That could be, too. And I feel like she's a big fish in a small pond, you know? She is. I think you know? the biggest problem she has, but we'll talk about it another time. Uh, but, mm-hmm. yeah, her being uh, – she's not getting any better in AEW. And I think she's going to be around better talent and bigger talent to get better. And I think she could, but I don't think she wants to. I think she's happy doing what she's doing. So, uh, uh, She also is a dentist, so she can fall back on that job. Yeah, she <laughs> yeah. uh, Bobby Lashley is no almost what. an MVP. Shay. And then her who husband. Bobby, who? Bobby Lashley versus almost an MVP. Who do you got? Oh, Bobby. I told y'all, man. It, Bobby Lashley is over. MVP is the X Factor now. Like, mm-hmm. now... That almost got MVP. It's over. It, Bobby Lashley can't win no more. Oh, oh you say Omos or MVP then? Yeah, yeah. I think it's Bobby inevitable. Lashley wins. It's this. inevitable. Nope. I think almost has to win it. Yeah, I think he has to. Be I able. won't have a problem with Omos, but I just think Bobby's gonna win. My yeah. opinion. I like Bobby more, but I think almost has to win it at this I, point. He's losing too much. I like Omos. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because he did actually lose to him in the last pay per view too, didn't he? Yeah. He won yeah, like yeah. he lost like twice in a row. So. Yeah, yeah. This is Omos. You guys are right. I got to change to Omos. Omos and MVP got to win this one. MVP is so good, by the way. So we, I love. I mean, you know, we were we decry. Where are your Jimmy Hart's? Where are your Paul Bearers? We have one in MVP. All right. Yeah. A really good too. one. Uh, and Ed's really Bobby Ed's Lashley's uh, mic time during the contract signing might be the best mic time that Bobby Lashley's had. He came off like like he came off genuine. Yep, yep. He came off like he was talking and not yeah. trying to remember what to say. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. Because he's it. really not good on the microphone normally, and that was very good. It like I didn't notice smooth. it. I'm glad you pointed it out because I was like, oh yeah. Because if he does okay, I'm like, well, that's how he should do all the time. Yeah. And I didn't really notice it, but I'm glad you brought that yeah. up. Can y'all imagine a Bobby Lashley Omar's tag team, though? Ooh. That could happen, too. We could get fuck. I really like Omos. I'm a huge fan. I want to see him do big things. I would like to see him be like a guy I'd go up against Roman. Because even they can do heel on heel. Who cares? Yeah. Like, at this point, it's like that, that seems to be more popular. So give them what they want. Shakes, we got Judgment Day versus what I'm calling the Bull Live Club. Liv, like and Balor, and AJ. I think we all came up with that together, right? Um, I think we did. Yeah, somebody, yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. Nice. That's awesome. <laughs> you guys did good. I missed that part of the show. <laughs> uh, yeah. 
I think the AJ and them win. Yeah, I think so. Really? Yeah, yeah. But I would be okay with the judgment because I told Marsh I love that supernatural element. They have been missing that since the Undertaker. Really? Judgment day. I want Boliv to win really bad, but I think I think Judgment's going to win because that's the trajectory. Why do you want Boliv to win? Probably because they're the good guys. It's three of my favorites together. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Really probably great. just because I'm being worked. Right. You know what I mean? Like if I'm being honest, I love those three individually yeah. and together in any iteration. That like it makes me happy to see them. Uh, so I want to see them win, but at the same time, that's that's it's, the idea. That's what's it's the story. Ricochet. Ricochet. It's Finn Balor, AJ Styles. No, oh, Finn Balor, AJ Styles. Yeah. And Morgan. Morgan. It's yeah. like fucking, that's a dream team to me. Yeah, they're right. Exactly. So it's all like incredible. But then, but they're pushing Judgment Day as the next ascending hey, what factor. about Finn Balor demon on Judgment Day, but stays on this? Yeah, he's back and forth as regular Finn Balor. He comes out in makeup and like, fuck, he's all against us. Uh-huh. And I think that's oh, what's man, gonna happen. Y'all talking, but I'm I'm thinking that's what's gonna happen. Finn Balor's gonna turn. I would love that him as the demon to be on judgment day. I've been saying it since day one, have I not? Yeah. No. Yeah. So I'm all for that. So your judgment day on this one shakes? Hell yeah. What's your yeah. problem with Liv and Finn and Styles? What's he the likes the heels all the time. He's never wavers from that. Never think, one time. No, not time. once. He's a, <laughs> he's a heel. Not one he's time. a heel guy. Yeah. We know what to get <laughs> for Christmas. It has to be a heel. I'm just gonna get a giant like, like shirt a, with a heel on it. That's what I mean, like <laughs> like a like a like a I'm gonna stiletto. get I'll get a picture of my cracked and you know yeah. horrible ass army feet heel. Yeah. Like a yeah, you know, you know, this is listen, right. Yeah, real, real quick story, right? You know, me right. being young, and you know, as a kid, you always grow up, and you know, you you think like sometimes, like I would love to be a wrestler, right? So here's the thing, right? I had my whole wrestling thing all all get up, right? Oh, now, yeah. um, okay, imagine swerve, right? Like I'm in that swerve range, right? But I'm definitely a heel, okay, right? But my thing is, is I'll be on that. I don't care about the business. It's like f you pay me, right? Yeah. It's like f you pay me. I don't give a fuck. Yeah, I'm saying like, oh, you you want to get in this Owen Hart uh, tournament? No. F you pay me, right? <laughs> right? Like, and 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 and, and you would. That's some Cardona. And that's somebody you would love to root against. Like this man doesn't yeah. give a crap. Like he just wants his money. That would be my character. You, you would seen, do so good at it too, man. Have you seen the Cardona stuff where he keeps saying if you pad the loaf? He's talking about putting money in I've an envelope. I've seen a lot of shit on him. Cardona's that, always yeah. saying that. They're like, yeah. oh, well, do you want to go for this title? And he goes, if that person's willing to pad the loaf, you know, like, yeah. <laughs> I'll talk to him if they're yeah. willing to pad up that loaf. Like, I know yeah, that's I right. Give me a shitload of money to come yeah. entertain you. That's right. Peasants. Yeah. I'm down that's to whatever right. gets, gets that money. This is so the guy, the GCW guy, right, that you like a lot, yeah, Cardona. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So Marsh is a big fan of the Indies. 
that's yeah, yeah, why yeah. he does the show on Thursday because they talk about the indies and that's when you light up. Yeah. Because I don't understand why you even talk about AEW because you don't appreciate yeah. like it at all. Yes. Yeah, Which I like, was actually surprised to hear from you. Like I like when you I, uh, you're like oh no I actually think it's the worst thing ever. I was like, sometimes oh. I like to talk about what disappoints me in life. You know what I mean? It's therapeutic. I'm like Kevin Smith, man. Yes. I don't talk bad about like it, the giant sometimes. You know, I don't want to talk about shit I don't like. You know what I'm saying? And I, and as far as AEW, I don't have an opinion on it because I've never seen it. Right, right you don't watch it. Uh, yeah, I get it. Theory versus Mustafa Ali. Who you got? Oh, it's, oh. it's got to be Theory. I want it to be Theory. Yeah, it got to be Theory. They they I don't like Mustafa Ali. In his hometown, you yeah, want him crushed? Yeah, let him get, let him lose. Let and that yo, listen. Go ahead. Here's the thing. Um. I'm not that invested in this thing, but what I will say is this, right? That's us. What I would say is, is that in his hometown, what best way to build someone hill status than to have that man beat him in his yeah. hometown, right? It makes sense. Like that's that's amazing. So I, of course, it's Derry, man, and I know y'all like the hill, but you damn right. It's there. Oh, no, we want, I want <laughs> I don't like Mustafa Ali. I don't care. I don't give a fuck about his character Why? at all. I just don't care. They've never given me a reason. Oh, they try to make him up. They try to make him a little relevant though. Or I just don't I don't have they've never given me a reason to like Mustafa Ali. Okay. Like I And that's another one. That they trying to make him relevant. That's another one that they are trying to find something that sticks. With you Ali. know what I thought was interesting is he was on After the Bell and I took a listen to it. And I've always historically liked Mustafa Ali, and I've seen other interviews with him where I liked him. In this one, I don't think they were trying this, but he came off a lot more patronizing and condescending and self uh Like, like Marsh talks all the time. Yeah. He was talking like me. Like, he thinks he's as good as me, but he's not. No, <laughs> he was a lot more egotistical and shit than I expected, you know? Uh so, yeah, it started making me feel like I wanted to root against him. I was kind of like, no, I feel like you got to be humble, dude. Like, what's going on here? I'm rooting against him because yeah. of Marsh, too. Like, I value his opinion so much on these these things. Like, I'm like, I'm – and here's the thing. Before you and I talked about this the other day, I didn't have a positive or negative opinion on Mustafa Ali. I just didn't have one, period, yeah. because he was, like, not anybody I gave a shit about. Yeah. Like, I kept waiting to hear he got released, basically. Yeah. So I was surprised he was back, and then I was like, okay, I don't really give a shit about this guy anyway, and they never have given me a reason to. And I know he has fans. Yeah. Like, I'm not rooting against the guy. Again, I don't root really against these people. But you I know want what they, you know, One, because they need to hire me, right? They need to hire me for creative, right? Because okay. for Mustafa Ali, right, this is what I would do with him. You remember when Seth Rollins was doing the whole Messiah thing? Yeah. Right? Seth Rollins needs to do that again. He needs to have disciples. Yeah. And he needs, Mustafa Ali needs to be one of Seth Rollins' disciples. Yeah. He is so much like him and so much, um, right. he's like the, the, the Indian Seth Rollins, right? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, to me, in the ring, they have so much abilities, like similar abilities, that if he took a mentorship to Mustafa Ali, I think uh, Ali would skyrocket. I agree with that. That could be for sure. Yeah. Yeah. I don't have a, I don't have a 
I got ideas, man. They just be all in my mind. I, 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 I just try to get it out sometimes, man. Well, we, we're firm believers that Bruce Pritchard listens to our show because he likes to drink. So cheers, Bruce Pritchard. You can take that one. Uh, is he still working for WWE? Yeah. Oh, okay. And, and, hey, fellas, like I said, F you. Pay me. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think it would be awesome. I know you would fucking pull it off, too. Uh, the only other match they have for uh, Hell in a Cell that's announced, unless we get something announced on SmackDown, is the Usos versus Riddle and Shinsuke. My only issue with the idea of Riddle and Shinsuke winning is I just don't see being invested in them as a tag team. It's too close to RK Bro for me. They won't win. The Usos will win. I think I don't it's they might. Yeah, I don't think. I think the Usos will win, and the Usos should win straight out, honestly. Because, you know what, they could just plague on... Riddle being emotionally damaged because his best friend Randy is out there. He's injured. And plus they the twos. Or and we or Riddle and Shinsuke win because Randy isn't injured and he comes back and fucks up the Usos, which would be fucking awesome. That would be wild. I hope that happens. That would be wild. But <laughs> it won't because we can't have nice things in life. <laughs> Just saying. Since 1990-fucking-whatever. Uh, so, yeah, dude, what do you think? What do you think of that match? Which one? The one we just talked about, Usos and Riddle. Who wins? Uh, okay. I think Usos. <laughs> right? I just, I just said it. Yeah, you know, you know, it's definitely Usos, man. There's yeah. no way. There's no way. Again, I think it's to the point where... You have to have a team that is a mega team, like a team that is just over the top that's going to be able to take those belts away from the Usos. Yeah. You can't have them just lose the belts well, to a RK team. You just it, throw right? it. Oh, yeah, yeah, they could have. Yeah. But you can't throw a team and just throw them up together and just say, okay, now y'all going to be the champions. Yeah. Y'all beat, the, y'all beat one of the greatest can. tag right. teams uh, all the time. No. Mm-mm. Can't do that. Yeah, that makes no sense. But you know what I want, though? Okay. I need to build up um, the Street Profits. Like, they have to build up the Street Profits. If they build up the Street Profits, they can have enough stature to be able to take those belts away from Usos. Really? That's cool. Raph Marsh, I can't speak for him, but I know he fucking hates the Street Profits. Am I right? You, lo- yeah. you fucking hate because them. I think they and, and it's, yeah. it's because yeah. they misused though like they are misused. Yeah, yeah. yeah he's like not if a they was a heel and I and I had this um this conversation with Ref Marsh like if oh, they were the heels, oh, okay. yeah, if they were heels, it would be way better because how brash and how cocky they are, you really want to root against that that guy, but. They, they could want them to be they so. Good yeah. Bad, bad. Like, as we were watching Raw, I was like, oh, they should just make They're them. They're also heels. so annoyingly loud, I usually turn the volume way down. Here's the other thing, just to, on the Street Profits, real quick. The Miz TV segment with them, they spent, they keep doing this with them. They spent half of their fucking promo time putting over matches on Hell in a Cell. Yeah, and I'm like, that was didn't make a ton of sense. I was actually. so pissed because I'm watching the Street Profits in the ring with Miz, and all they're talking about is Seth and Cody. <laughs> They're talking about fucking Usos and Riddle. And I'm all like, but who the fuck are you and why should I care? Yeah. You're telling me why everyone else is awesome and I need to watch the next show? 
and you're making me realize I don't need to watch you. You're he said that. Commercial. He did say that and, kind of like as it was going. That's down, a but. great point, right? And I noticed that too. But hit like, I think that's the gift and the curse, to be honest, because I feel like because they do that, they so great at that. It's like promoting. They they promoting, and they 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 getting you juiced up for those matches. Right? Yeah. And I think that's why that's why WWE but but No, I I get it, but I that's why WWE loves them so much. No. That's why the company loves them so much is because they do things like that and it promotes and juices up for their matches. The problem and that's why I'm saying it's the gift and the curse is be, the curse is is that now you're not boosting up you your, your brand. You're not boosting up yourself. So you're boosting up everybody else, and that's where everybody else get these matches, and you don't. Yeah, but the thing is, is I don't think they're doing a good job because they're so annoying when they do it. I'm not more excited when they go, it's Cody. I'm all like, okay, what the <laughs> fuck are you talking like that for? Yeah. I get it. It's Cody, but Cody's doing a bang-up job talking about his own program. You coming over there and trying to be a goddamn cartoon about it? Yeah. doesn't make me care about the match more. It makes me care about you less. I When he made that point, I was like, oh, yeah, why aren't they selling their own stuff? Yeah, like, they the should be saying. And, and I, I I think Shakes was saying initially, though, you were out for it. He feels like they are misused, and he yeah. would like to use them in a different way. And so, that you know, like, that would be good. I want to see all these programs be the best they can be i want to see these guys mm -hmm. these wrestlers make the potential that we think they can make so we as the fans can be entertained the people like you that root for heels the people like me that root for baby faces primarily even though i like good heel stuff it's just like you know I, the story needs to be right like write yeah. a cool story like man i kind of want something like bray wyatt like i would like to see that now i'm sad i missed a lot of that yeah. But it also seems like the WWE missed a huge opportunity to make him champion like multiple times, and yeah. that would have been yeah. They, they could have really ball. ran with that they one, and he could have been one of the best heels of all time. Uh, they dropped I already, the ball on that. Day, if the story is right, and I mean, to take it to sports, if it's the Rangers and the Capitals, you both are watching TV, screaming at the TV, and you don't hate each other by the end of it, no matter who won, right? In this house. It's I mean, no, fucking fuck the Rangers. I'm not rooting for them. I'm not saying like, you're rooting for them. If they're against the Capitals, you're rooting right. for your team. But yeah, your wife yeah, is no, rooting yeah, against yeah. that team. And at the end of the day, you still yeah, are happily married. Pretty much a Rangers fan. Yeah, if, yeah. if we're not playing each other, I'm pretty much a Rangers fan. Yeah, like, I'm but it keeps for, people yeah. invested in it regardless yeah. of like, like, I think some of the coolest shit you see in sports is you have two rival team fanatics go watch a game together because they can yell at each other and have fun but at the end of the day they're having drinks together yeah yeah, yeah. they're hanging out you know what i mean like and that's that's what he's saying here is that like even though you like the heels and you like some baby faces you guys should be rooting against the, the different people well we want a good story so ultimately but you both want to be that invested and yeah. since it's not a team right. sport you got to be invested in the character yeah, for yeah. That reason. yeah yeah you but know? i like the you know a lot of the heels stuff too though yeah you're like I said, like the Sami Zayn, Kevin Owens will be like they're goaded. I don't like, like no baby face. <laughs> I don't like no baby no, I, face. I get man. that, man. But you Cena like was Dupree? the shit. You like Max? Dupree? Do I like? Look, all right, all right. So here's the thing, right? He's starting to grow on me, though. Yeah. I'm gonna say that, right? Because well, <laughs> like at first when he came out, I think I was first introduced to him. He was in Impact Wrestling, right? Yeah. yeah. 
and um, I, it just came off like, no disrespect, but like a white rock, right? Yeah. Like everything that he was doing, it was like the rockish, oh. and I'm like, hmm. <laughs> it just ain't. It it, it, just, it it came off wrong to me at first, right? And then I would say, like when he went to NXT. And I was like, oh, Lord, now I'm going to have to hear his corny self over here, right? <laughs> but but he surprised me at NXT because I like the, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was like, okay, I can rock with that, okay? And now he's with the Max Dupree. I'm like, okay. All right, he, he's warming up to me. I'm, 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 I'm getting to it. He, he's warming up. At first, though, I, no, I didn't. I, I thought he was really cheesy and corny. Now, I'm, 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 I'm seeing a vision. I think it's WWE creatively. I'm, a, I'm excited to see where he takes it because he's the kind of guy you could give him whatever it is. He could have made Bastion Booger yeah, work. You know what I mean? He's, yeah, he's awesome on the mic, man. He's awesome on the mic. Uh, just a couple things, real quick. I'm really happy that Shotzi's getting time every week to talk. She's been coming off better and better every week. She hasn't done a lot in ring yet, but her time on mic has been awesome. And I think what it really shows is we're building Shotzi to Ronda. And I think that if you if you look at it, you can see the seeds planted. If you're not looking at it, you think that they're just having her do nothing. She's talking constantly about the title. She's constantly talking yeah. about the championship. She's constantly talking constantly about being undermined. They're building her to have a match with Ronda at an important event, probably a SummerSlam. And I think that's pretty fucking cool. That's an interesting perspective. (laughs) (laughs) What do you got then? I'm still on this. I don't know. I'll be stuck in my ideas and my visions, right? So, like, I'm still on this Ronda, Natalia, um... Queen of Spades. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good one too. And I think yeah. like right now it's the perfect opportunity. Oh yeah. Like it. it's yeah. the perfect opportunity for Ronda Rousey to make a heel turn. Mm. Right here. Right here. So but do you think she does I'm, it? I think she's I'm on that. She could be babyface in that program, yeah, no yeah, problem. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And they might want to do that for Shotzi yeah. too. Because the fans, nothing against Ronda, they might be. But I don't know. I feel like Ronda's gotten a pretty good pop since she's been back. And I've been, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. I have not hated but it. But look how much it would go she's... over the roof if she was a heel, though. Yes. Yeah. People will be invested. I think them. actually you guys are both 100% correct. I think that's what Ronda was selling her fights as a UFC fighter. She was best as a heel. Yeah. She sold the fights. I mean, she she was in the Hall of Fame the moment she fought in the UFC, right? Because Dana White notoriously said they were never going to have female fighters ever. And then Ronda was like the, the draw that everybody was like, yeah, we got to see this girl because she'll like arm bar you in 15 seconds. So yeah. I've been, yeah. So I'm with you. Uh, I like Shotzi too. I, I know you've been a big fan of her and I'm glad we're getting to see a little bit more of her. I noted that too. I agree. Like, Give her, she deserves it too. It's good. Yeah, let her talk. She's really good on the mic. Yeah. 
Uh, also well in the ring, so I would get behind her as a babyface uh, title contender there for the Raw mm-hmm. Women's Championship. You don't have to keep it on Bianca forever because I feel like Bianca could hold it and Bianca could get it back. Well, he, she's he, SmackDown right now. Oh. Well, that's right. I'm sorry. Yeah, but even then, Charlotte, yeah, yeah, SmackDown. But sorry. you could even get to a point where you have her as a believable contender against Ronda. Maybe she doesn't win. Maybe after some sort of draft, she's on Raw, and she could even take it off of somebody. Down there. I, I know I have my bad. I, but I, you could get there. Yeah. You could get there. Uh, Shakes, any thoughts on, on Shotzi? No, I, I think she's in that Liv Morgan range, you know? Yeah. It's like uh, they want to do something with her. They just don't know what. And uh, the fans are wanting it, but they just don't know how to go about it yet. That's where they're at with Alexa, too. They just don't know what to do with her, so they're just putting her out there every week, and we'll get there when we get there. I think That's crazy. I forgot that she was a five-time champion, too. Like, man, that's amazing. First ever person to hold the Raw and SmackDown Women's Championships. Becky Lynch? No, no, no. Well, she's the first one to hold them at the same time. Uh, Alexa's the first one to win on both shows. Oh, Alexa yeah. Bliss. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Um, I had the Michael Cole thing, 25th anniversary today. Yeah, 25th anniversary of Michael Cole. So cheers to Michael Cole. Yeah. 25 years of goatness. He's missed two shows on a Flies commercial. Oh, yeah. Every time he's, you know, because of cancellations and shit, to only miss two shows in 25 years, that's pretty. Michael Cole. Yeah. You know, he is, and and I can remember when he first got put in, because a long time it was um Jerry the King Lawler, and then and it was Jr. Yeah, yeah. And then once Jr. started to like um, he I think he had the stroke and everything, and then he started to um go out. Michael Cole started to step in. Yeah, he was um, doing Raw and SmackDown. And if y'all can remember, people ain't like Michael Cole because of that. They was like, this ain't no damn JR. What yeah. the hell is he? Right? <laughs> Who the hell is Michael Cole? You know? And I think, like, he Michael Cole, like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, right? And then Michael Cole put in his dues, man. I mean, like, he stayed true. He stayed there. He went, He even had a WrestleMania moment. You know what I'm saying? So, man, yeah, shout out to Michael Cole, man. He, he put in his dues, man. Just like the Miz and, and, and guys like that, man. They put their yeah. dues in, man. Yeah, I'm a huge fan of Michael Cole. Big For time. sure. Uh, the only thing I wanted to say about any of the shows was the, the Drew McIntyre at the end of SmackDown mm-hmm. is really starting to get into the behaving like you're talking area. The kind of area where I was saying before, I don't feel like he ever was. He kept no. not behaving the way he would talk. He'd say I'm a good guy, but then do asshole shit. Oh, so you're liking what you're seeing from Drew McIntyre is what you're saying. First time on what the was, record? This is what I was trying to say. Yeah, no. yeah, yeah. It's the first time I've seen him do something and behave a certain way that was conducive to what his character is meant to be. The fact that he joined this team, the New Day, that was struggling to get their revenge because they were down a guy. He joins them, and at the end of the match, because he is the main eventer, former champion that is Drew McIntyre, he cleaned house with this tag team and then gives Xavier Woods the tag so Xavier Woods can get the elbow yeah. and the win and yeah, the revenge awesome. over his bullies. That was a super cool babyface move that I thought was awesome because I think that six months ago Drew McIntyre would have taken the win and then winked at the guy like, I got you, bud. And you've been like, yeah, but you're a dick. You know what I mean? <laughs> this was one where he's right. all like, go ahead. I've set the yeah. stage for you. Go ahead and get your moment. Like that yeah. was so cool, and that, and dude, I gotta tell you, I had a huge problem with them bringing up the Big E thing 
Like, I thought, especially because Rich Holland was the guy that fucked him up. Like, dude, come on, man. Like, that's a fucking low. Like, I get it. The fans know. So they want to keep it, like, kayfabe part of the story. But, like, he legit got fucking hurt because Ridge Holland tried to do a belly-to-belly suplex or whatever that fucking move was and couldn't pull it off because he's not half yeah, the rookie. Right. He is. Yeah, he's a rookie. That was a rookie. Because, and I'm rookie not trying mistake. to I'm sure Ridge Holland in real life feels fucking terrible about it. But, like, yeah. to me... We don't. It's a rookie mistake, man. It's a rookie mistake that that it's very severe and went wrong, man. And that's the business it is, you know. That's why it's so masterful that everything got to be perfect the way they do things, or the wrong move or the wrong turn, you can get fucked up, man. Like I'm watching that pay per view, and we'll talk about it tomorrow. But man, uh, uh, what was Darby Allen was fucking himself up bro oh my gosh man it was like he made mistake after mistake and he was hurting himself i mean so you gotta be definitely perfect on on these moves that you make make sure that you don't get hurt so i admire what these guys do yeah uh i will say in defense of wrestling as a as an industry they've never shied away from using real injuries in storyline um, I mean, Wahoo okay. Daniels sold the I broke, or not Wahoo Daniels, okay. had his leg broken. They sold I broke Wahoo's leg. It was okay. Dusty Rhodes. Okay, yeah, no, okay. Uh, ah, that's fine. Yeah, but yeah. Uh, no, I love the history. This is great. This yeah, is great. Uh, this mm-hmm. is like you saying, hey, you know what you said was makes sense. But it does. It does reality, make sense. But they've mm-hmm. always done it. Like when Owen Hart broke mm-hmm. Stone Cold's neck, they had Owen mm-hmm. 316 mm-hmm. shirts and on the back mm-hmm. said, I just broke your neck. Mm-hmm. Right? broke mm-hmm. off Austin's neck mm-hmm. and yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? like they've always if it happens on off a power driver yeah the power driver yeah the power driver and they replayed it a thousand times oh my gosh and it was so sickening too to watch it like oh joe theisman's leg it's like lord sailor with joe theisman's leg over and over yeah they definitely gonna they gonna harp on it the guy they definitely gonna harp on it because it it it, it, it's, yeah, it yeah. makes it so juicy when yeah. Big E does come back. It's gonna be, oh man, I, he's coming back and he's coming for you, you know. And that's just gonna be, like, yeah. and then they're gonna I replay know, this moment again. All, all I'm saying is, it doesn't need to be a part of the storyline. We already have like they're they're still running that thing with New Day. Yeah. So we we're constantly reminded that Big Day or Big E isn't there. And we know why he isn't there. I just am saying, like, WWE, I get it, but it doesn't need to be a part of the storyline for me to want the, the, those guys to get their asses. And that's why I'm kind of like, how long is he going to be out? I know it's a neck injury, so I don't know. Yeah, you know what I mean? We don't know, back. right? But right. what I'm saying is, it's like, and exactly, right? And what I'm saying is, it's like, they keeping this storyline alive, and it's like, all right, should he be coming back soon then? Because a lot of times you will want, like, out of sight, out of mind for a while. Yeah. So you'll want that to just get out people's heads for a little bit. So by the time he does come back, they'll be like, oh, yeah, I remember that. That's why he's going after him. You don't want it to be like, oh, okay. Uh, oh, yeah, I already seen this shit last week and shit. By the time he come back, we're going to be sick of it. Yeah, yeah, no, that's I get that. I think there's a balance between yeah. uh, uh, being too too distasteful, but it's also like I said, they've never shied away from saying there was a real injury here and this is how it happened. I think part of that also is to 
discourage kids from fucking around too much. To be like, look, you can get fucking hurt, and these are pros. Like, but it's I, fair. it's a balance, I think. I do think that there's a certain point where we go, I get it, but there's a certain point for them where they say, like, they almost have to, like, feel like, I think sometimes they feel like they have to explain stuff to new fans every time. You might not have seen them, but this happened, like, but like, like I said, when Owen broke Austin's neck, we saw it four or five times an episode every week for months. Yep. I've, yeah, I've seen Big yeah, E's yeah. injury a lot less. But yeah, I also get yeah, that's that fair. There is moments where you think that this might they're be not boring. replaying it. They're, yeah. not replaying they're not replaying it. Replaying it. <laughs> they um, didn't replay it very much, and I yeah. respect that. I it could feel distasteful at times. Yeah, I yeah. I don't disagree with that. I think I kind of see both sides of it where I don't disagree with either side. If I'm being honest, if I'm gonna say something critical, it's gonna be something like that. Yeah. Where like I don't need that to be a part of the storyline. Yes. To want to see these guys get their asses kicked in. Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. Like already I already right. want that, <laughs> so you don't have to bring that up because now it makes me want to shoot him. Yeah. You know, so I'm like, eh, like I, you know, like I don't, like I already am angry enough as a fan at that group to to have it be part of the storyline. I thought was a little bit distasteful. I bet if you ask those guys, they don't want to do that. Like they're like, we're kind of being told we have to say this. Oh, the most. Mm-hmm funniest disrespectful thing i ever seen in, in wwe history was big boss man and oh. the big show oh okay. do y'all remember that no. when the big show father died and the big yeah. boss man made a poem about it <laughs> and at the end of the poem he said i am so sorry your dad croaked i lost it i said this is the most <laughs> disrespectful thing i ever seen in my life well this thing doesn't compare to that disclaimer on that one uh biggie's but i just didn't think like I, i again like i'm saying it's not needed in my opinion for the storyline i think the vitriol is there yeah i think they could do without it i'm not saying Oh, don't have it be a part of the storyline, but like it doesn't need it. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I mean, if they if they built it up enough, you don't need the injury necessarily. Yeah, we don't need it. We don't need to hear about yeah. it. And then the bummer part too is it sounds like his um his healing process isn't going as smooth and quick as they anticipated. Oh already. yeah, it's already got complications. Of course, like, it's the fucking neck, dude. Yeah, I yeah. we may never see him again, man. Fucking, <laughs> it was a heartbreaker. Because, you know, yeah. he's an afterthought of being a WWE champion right now. And yeah. he was one. We got, yeah. And he is awesome in the ring and on the microphone. He's a dude that yeah. if he came back and couldn't wrestle, he would still make an amazing GM. Yeah, we would love it. Show. Yeah, yeah. You know, he still needs to be on we, yeah, they have to. Yeah. yeah, we cannot have him around. He's just yeah. too good a voice. And well, I mean, yeah. he really he's great. Yeah. He's fucking great. And he's, you know, like... I root for the little guy. Like, Big E is a big dude, but he's the little guy. Yeah. You know? Yeah. He's not that tall. He probably was told he wasn't ever going to amount to shit athletically. And fucking the dude is a monster in the ring. So I'm such a huge fan of him. Yeah, counted out a lot. Yeah, I really just want to see him just, like, yeah. get back on that starship a little bit. Well, he's he, a bodybuilder, right? Yeah. yeah. Well, he's a football player. Yeah. I mean... Love the guy. Yeah, yeah. Love that group. Uh, Shakes, was there anything else that happened on on any of the WWE shows that you wanted to hit on before we uh, have last call? Mm, um, trying to think. You don't have it if you don't know. 
Yeah, I feel like we jumped around and covered basically all of it. Yeah, pretty much. Pretty much. Yeah. Oh, I would say cool, that. Cool. Save well, it for if I remember tomorrow or something. Um, I'll probably be hitting you up. We may be delaying tomorrow's until Saturday. If you're free Saturday, we'll see. Um, because uh, uh, just yeah. being on vacation, the Thursday shows run long. And uh, we don't got too much time in Alaska. So we're, we'll, we're probably opting towards a Saturday uh, happy hour uh, where we can cover AEW and NXT together and almost get us hyped up for the In Your House. It's going to be later on that night. Nice. Uh, but yeah, other than that, guys, appreciate everyone coming. And, and, and getting ready for Hell in a Cell, right? And getting ready for Hell in a Cell. Yes, Sunday. Yeah, yeah. Are we doing Sunday. a watch along for Hell in a Cell? Unlikely. Okay, I got no, too okay. much to get. No, up yeah, on. no, yeah. I got a lot yeah, to catch I up on. What? No. <laughs> yeah, that sounds what? Great. Well, and if shakes, if you want to do one, we can. But like, fuck, mm-hmm. I don't want to be on screen if I don't have to be, man. Because we do enough of it now. So. Yeah. Um, whatever you want to do, though. I, I'm down. I don't want to do one. So if you're not doing one, we're not doing one. You whatever you want to do, I'm down. I'm gonna man. see you two more days this week, not counting today. So. Right. It's yeah. a lot of. We see each other. Oh, I love you, dude. You're awesome. <laughs> right. But, but yeah, I don't need to see you need, on the weekend. If yeah, you need a, need a break sometime. sometime yeah, you yeah. too, brother. Shakes, tell people where they can find you. Oh, man. Uh, at ShakesNYG on Twitter. Uh, please uh, just type in The Shakedown Sports Podcast. Just, just type in The Shakedown on YouTube, and we pop right up. Catch all our uh, videos, man. We just did an NFC East roundtable. We're going to be doing another roundtable soon. I'm not going to announce it yet. But we're going to be doing another roundtable. So, you know, y'all join us, man. We we doing this sports thing, man. Oh, also, uh, the ShakedownSportsPodcast.com. Definitely check our website out. And you will yeah, see my cool. ugly mug there because I am their coordinating producer. That's oh, exactly. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Guys. Right. We are at WOTR the show. I'm at Ref Marsh, and this is the dive bar of the IWC. And that's the last call. Cheers, guys. Cheers. Hey, producer Lady here. Thanks for tuning in. Continue to support us or buy us a drink by following and putting the I and subscribe on Twitch. Or subscribe and review our podcast on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to us. Cheers. I would never have a drink of less than on the rocks.